Welcome, everybody, to episode 152 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. America. Will. Corey's not here just yet. We're actually going to be recording the main segment first because Corey took no part in the main segment. The main segment is going to be on the Destiny Alpha announced during E3, uh, Sony's press conference. They said that there would be an exclusive uh, alpha. Everyone seems to think it's, it was just like a small beta, not necessarily alpha, but uh, that PS4 users exclusively would have access over the weekend, last weekend, to play the the Destiny game and uh, experience some of the early early stages of it. So that's what our topic is going to be about. There's actually no NDA either, which I was surprised. The NDA lifted at some point during uh, during E3, uh, which is why you saw plenty of uh, yeah. pictures from it and people were streaming it. So so that was a nice gesture. I so. think it shows some confidence in their game. Uh, exactly. Uh, definitely. As it should. Yeah, definitely. You're absolutely right on that. Uh, today is June 18th, 2014, in case you were wondering. Uh, teasers, do we have anything we want to talk about later on in the episode? Hmm. I don't think I do. I tried out the Wii U a Mm -hmm. little bit more, but not too, too much more to talk about. Okay. Uh, This week I'm actually going to be talking about Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, good. Uh, We we uh, gave up last last (laughs) week on 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 trying to do the whole episode because it it got lengthy and it was late. So, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about Metal Gear Solid Five today. So ground zeros. Ground zeros. Yep. Um, What little there is of it, anyway. spoiler alert uh so yeah let's get into the destiny beta as i said it was announced during playstation's e3 press conference that there would be an exclusive alpha for ps4 owners uh signups were on the bungie webpage someplace on there i don't know i just followed a link from somewhere that took me directly to it uh you had to sign in with your psn id um i signed up but wasn't selected uh i was kind of frustrated i i actually had uh i had you know resorted to realizing that uh my my lack of a PS Plus subscription was the reason why, but uh, searching around on Reddit, I saw that plenty of people that did have PS Plus also didn't get into the beta, so I don't know that it had anything to do with it. There was also people that didn't have PS Plus at all, like I had been subscribed for a little while. There's people that didn't have it at all that got free, like, two-week codes for PS Plus, so I don't know that that was the just case. Just to play in, it? Yeah, just to play it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if, if my not having PS Plus was the reason or not. There's no confirmation on that, but I don't know. I just think I just didn't get paid. Unlucky. You know? Yeah, un- unlucky, and which is why I don't gamble, uh, <laughs> incidentally, uh, for that very reason. But um, luckily, I did some complaining on Reddit. I think I posted because uh, there's a, a specific thread for people that didn't get it, uh, <laughs> didn't get into the into the base, so you could complain to each other. Yeah, exactly. You could you know hug it out digitally. <laughs> Bro um, hugs. Yep. Uh, and I put something on there like I'd be really mad if I wasn't so sad. Yeah. Uh, and then I checked. I checked Reddit like maybe an hour later, and someone had sent me uh, uh, an alpha code for it. So um, I thank them profusely. Actually, I kind of want to give them credit for it. Um, I'll, I'll mention that later on in the episode. I'll look it up as we're as we're talking. So I I did end up eventually getting into the Destiny alpha. So I know some people were were concerned that I didn't get in there, but I did end up getting in there. So. Uh, Eric, I know you played the most. You wanna you wanna get started talking about Destiny yeah. Alpha? <clears throat> sure, we can do that. Um, I think I pretty much covered everything that was available in the Alpha. I think I played through most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess we can we can start off by talking about the Crucible multiplayer. I think a lot of people are probably gonna be into that. Um, Crucible is one of the game modes. It's basically just online multiplayer. I guess it would be PvP since it's kind of an MMO. Set up in a first-person shooter world. Um, 
I played probably about four or five matches of this, and you could only do... What the hell was the game mode? It's basically... Um, Capturing points. Ca- yeah, ca- almost like Capture the Flag. Or mm-hmm. like... Uh, what's the one I play in Call of Duty? Will, you know. I can't even think of there's what it's called. Th- Domination? Domination, yes. Where there's three flags, there's A, B, and C, and you go and take them over by standing in one spot long enough. Um, I can't remember what it's called in, in Destiny, but that's what I tried. That was the only one available to you during the alpha. Um, I don't know. I probably won't play much of this when the game comes out. It's not really my thing. It's mm-hmm. just basically an online multiplayer first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, it was kind of fun, frustrating as usual. Um, there's not, there wasn't really too much revolutionary going on with that. I, I got nothing out of it. Yeah. And I, I think part of that was I've gotten used to the PC controls for shooters mm-hmm. um and it was kind of, it was kind of a chore yeah. uh, for for competitive to to do that and i also finished second on my team which is never a good sign my team my team got <laughs> crushed uh for me to finish second on my first and only uh match of the destiny yeah multiplayer uh was not a good sign i, I should say i liked it for, it was fine for what it is yeah, it i'm just fine. not really into that anymore yeah um headshots are very important as they were in halo you might expect mm-hmm. being from bungie um, but yeah, as I, as I was playing, I noticed that like if you didn't headshot somebody at least a couple times, you were probably gonna die. Um, you know, if it was just a one-on-one head-to-head battle. Yeah, not too much else to talk about with Crucible. There are uh, vehicles available to use, which was cool. But you know, it's online yeah. first-person shooter multiplayer. Will, did you do any of the multiplayer? I did two games and uh, didn't do very good. Okay, I thought it was kind of hard. And I'm was, somebody yeah. who was pretty... I think I'm pretty good at online shooters. You're better than I am. And that was pretty difficult. I mean, I didn't get anything out of it, but that's, as Eric said, like me and him were kind of growing out of the old multiplayer phase. Yeah, I don't think that's why any of us are getting the game. Definitely no. not. Um, and we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, the next one, I'm getting... A little guidance from the Destiny website. Um, I'm just going through their game modes and everything. Well, to clarify, too. Yeah, the, the next game mode that they talk about is Explore, which is exactly what it sounds like. You can just go out and explore the uh, the world, which I recommend doing because it's pretty awesome mm-hmm. visually already, and I guess it's still an alpha or you know, pre-beta, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, really good to look at. Uh, one of the listeners, Jake, and I, we... We had kind of exhausted all of our other options with what was available in the alpha, so we just decided to go exploring, and there was a building that neither of us had gone in, so we went in there, and it just led to this opening, and it was just a bunch of, like, rusted-out, beat-up cars, and there was no enemies there, but when we walked out there, over the skyline, you could see, like, skyscrapers in the distance. It looked like a city, and maybe, like, a bridge or something. I actually put a, a tweeted a picture of it. From the the share function on PS4, but it looks so good. Yeah, like I just wanted to go over to the city, and actually he tried to, and you couldn't. It stopped you from going any further. Ah, uh, okay. But it almost felt like you weren't supposed to find it. It was it was just cool because like I was like, I wonder if we're the only people that have found this. I'm off, sure, off I'm sure we path. weren't, but yeah, exactly. Um, the the building was kind of off in a corner, and there was nobody else there. And uh, I think they just kind of put it in there to show you like how good it's going to look and you're going to see stuff out in the the distance that you can probably just go to. Yeah. Um, so that got me really, really excited. And that was actually the way that I ended the alpha, which was a good way to end it. Nice. I thought, <laughs> because I was still like, this is fucking amazing. I can't wait to go explore everything. 
Um, but while you're doing exploration, there are resources. As far as I know, there was only the one in the alpha, like spin metal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a plant. Yeah, and you can harvest it, and I'm not exactly sure what you do with it. It's good. I think you can just sell it or upgrade stuff with it. I'm not positive. Yeah. Maybe crafting. Is there a crafting? I think, I think there, there might is be. crafting. I think there might be crafting. Um, they obviously didn't want to give everything away during yeah. the alpha, so. I thought they did a good job of balancing that. Yeah, uh, giving you enough to get a taste of the game, but without yeah. spoiling everything. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's going to be other players wandering around, and you can chat with them, wave to them, dance with them. If you've played other MMOs, obviously you already know that that's fun to do. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, wave to them. Like I said, jo- join up in groups if you're looking for a group to go do something together. Um, there are little kind of side quests if you're not looking to do something too in-depth that you can get into to earn experience and just kind of discover the area so there's there's a lot going on out in the open space and we should say that everybody i think starts with a vehicle right yep yeah yeah it's it looks like a land speeder on uh, star mm-hmm. wars mm-hmm. basically i guess you, later on you can upgrade to ones that actually shoot oh nice yeah uh that, jake cool. actually told me he got one he upgraded um to one that had weapons on it which is awesome because i when i was driving around i kept trying to fucking shoot something i was like shit i don't yeah, right? have anything to shoot with so <laughs> yeah. you have to jump off and I like how there's no cooldown on it. You can just use it whenever, um, jump off whenever, and it disappears, and you just get right back on it if you're done killing enemies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool. It's fun to just drive that thing around, too. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I think that's basically it for the explore part of the game. Um, then on to Strike, which is kind of like an instance in other MMOs. I think this game does a really good job of showing you that it is an MMO mm-hmm. shooter also. Mm-hmm. You definitly get that feeling from it. Um, has been a while since I played an MMO, but I definitely feel like I'm in a really big world. Just, it's, it's a lot different than other yeah. ones because it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, I felt, I felt the same way. And I feel like, I think we all agree, it's kind of a mix between Borderlands and Halo. Yeah. Not nearly as much loot in Borderlands. That's something I hope they're going to put more of. That's what I, that's one of my, that was one of my, not negatives, kind of but, but yeah, uh, concern. I found I some treasure chests around, like there's caves in, while you're exploring, you might see a cave in the wall, and that's usually where there'll be like one hard enemy with two two easier enemies and there will be a treasure chest in there that you can loot. Mm. I just hope there's more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just kind of give you more of a reason to go looking around. Yeah. yeah. Rewarding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Strike is another one of the game modes. Um, this is a cooperative multiplayer. So Will and I actually did the Strike. Remember what it was called? Dre- Devil's Lair. Yeah, Devil's it's Lair. It's called the Devil's Lair. Um, you have to have three people to do that one. I think you actually have to have the number... Um, required or, you know, however you want to say it. Whatever they say you need, you have to have. And if yeah. you don't have that number in your party, they find you a random guy, yeah. which is what happened with Will and I. Because there's no way we could have done that, which is me and you. No, no, no. <laughs> that was pretty hard. Plus, the guy that we got was really good. Yeah, he was. And he did. He worked very well with us, too. We couldn't talk to him, but he was working really well with us. Um, Save, was, saved us a few times. He was probably the best of the three of us. Yeah, cause I he, had more kills than he did, but he, he definitely played better than i did yeah okay. he saved me more times than i could count <laughs> yeah so so strike is like i said it's like an instance that you go into and i think it's just the three of you that are in your party or however many people are in your party um how long do you think it took us to do that i think it took over an hour it probably did take over an hour and there were probably three separate times where i was like all right we beat the boss and we're done with it <laughs> but no there was more 
which is great because it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It was it was epic. It was like one of those things where like you moved on to a harder challenge every time, and it was just so epic with so much like gunfight yeah. and stuff like that. Like it was so and cool. It was so intense. Like even the first kind of series that you went through, the boss. It wasn't necessarily one boss, but it was a wa- There was three waves that you had to get through of enemies. And oh, I did that. You did do that. Yeah, I couldn't finish it. Okay. Uh, because it was taking too long and I had to get off. Yeah, but it, it did take a while. Luckily, you, luckily, we had some time. Yeah, you were it, well, when I even one third. I was done. a little bit confused because, uh, you know, I just jumped into the thing and and right away one of the guys just took off towards the the boss must be. Okay. Uh, and then me and the other guy fought our way to there and finally started helping this other person out who had started the. What thing. did the boss look like? Uh, it was it wasn't a boss. It was like. This thing in, a, in an open area, and like this, it had to be hacked, and you had to wait for yeah, and the, the three th- waves. Yep, the three okay. waves. That's, That's where I got. That's kind of the first third of it. Oh geez, um, <laughs> and that was really hard. We actually that was died. really hard. All three of us died there. Yeah, I died once or twice. But there's like just three separate waves of enemies, and at the end of each wave is basically kind of a group of bosses okay. that are just harder enemies to kill. Yeah. Um, that was awesome though. It was really intense yep. the entire time, and you're like running around trying to fucking get your shields back up and. Oh, man, it was great. So after that, we went on to the next wave, which was in a real open spot of the map. And it was like a, a kind of a spider spider tank, I want to say. <laughs> it reminded me of Watch Dogs now. It reminded me of the Scarab in Halo a little bit. Huh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it was an open, open level layout, and um, there was a lot of stuff to hide behind. And like Will said, it was like a Scarab in Halo, and that was kind of set back in the area and elevated a little bit. And it had long-distance, long-range, very powerful weapons. So, like, you couldn't stay in one spot because you'd get destroyed, which happened to well, Will and I both. I don't think the other guy died once doing that. No, he didn't. He, <laughs> he saved me. He was busy me. reviving us. <laughs> yeah, running from pillar to pillar to it, try to save us. Yeah, exactly. Because I was, like, right up close to it. I was by the pillar. Like, if it was on the elevated area, like right here, for people who are, can't really see this because they're not watching the stream because it's not up. But for you, Dan, <laughs> okay. like the guy was like right here and like a pillar was right here and I was right there yeah. trying to fire at its legs because that was the weak point. Right. And uh, Eric and the other guy were like back here. And because I was right here, the laser would kill me pretty easily. So like the other guy or Eric had to come sneak in, save me and bail out. But I didn't realize where I was camping to try and destroy it. It was where the uh, normal enemies come out of. Oh, so yeah. they're shooting you in the back. He, he spawned some helpers every now and again. He'd spawn yeah. helpers. They weren't too tough. That was just a pain in the ass because it took so damn long. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. took forever. You had to shoot its legs. I didn't even realize that until a fair way into it. <laughs> I finally found out that that's what you had to do. Yeah, so the amount of damage you're doing pops up whenever you hit something. And if it's in yellow, that means it's like a critical hit. Well, every time you shoot his legs, it was a critical hit. And finally I saw that. So, And I forgot I had a rocket launcher. (laughs) So that didn't help. Um, (laughs) Not a genius. Never claimed to be. (laughs) But uh, it was great because the guy we were playing with, I didn't even think about this. Whenever Will would die, because like he said, he was up closer, he would jump, the other dude would jump on his speeder and zoom in and get Will and then like get back out. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You know, because that was a far better idea than trying to walk up to it. Well, yeah, yeah. but that, that's, that, it's a new, it's kind of a new game mechanic. Like yeah. other, there's no other first person shooter where you really would do something like right. that. Right. Yeah. You know? So that was this kind of the second wave with the second boss. And I thought for sure that was it because it took forever. And then we went on to the next thing. 
And that was the final boss, which I thought was easier. Yeah, it was a lot easier than the middle one, I thought. I thought it was easier than the other two. Well, I mean, for me, I died a lot still. I, think I didn't I, die during that one, I don't think. I think I doubled the death total of... You did die a lot. You. Yeah. I was underleveled at the time, but I caught up towards right. the end. I was level four when we started, and you guys were like seven. I, yeah, I ended up maxing out, which was at eight. And I ended on seven when we finished okay. it, because I was pretty underleveled. Like, we're fighting, like, level sixes, most of it. So I was, like, kind of not helpful at the start, Makes but sense. as we went on, I became more helpful, but I still died a ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we beat that boss. Um, it was, like, a big giant floating eye, kind of, but, like, a sci-fi robotic eye um, who also had, you know, lesser helpers around him. I actually found a pretty sweet little way to attack him. I found a little tunnel to mm-hmm. kind of sit in and pop my head out, hit him. Go back in the tunnel, wait till he got done shooting at me, and go back out. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought the strike was fantastic. Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, nice. Experience, easily. I thought. Can't wait to do more of those. I mean, playing this game with people that you know is just going to be so fun. Yeah. So fun. And Eric and I were lucky to get somebody who was pretty good in our Yeah, and really did a great job of helping out. So, so thank you, mister. What was his name? That white boy and a number. Yeah, that white boy. If you're <laughs> okay. out there. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. That was us you were playing with. Um, yeah, so on to the next one. The tower, which I didn't know what the hell the tower was at first. Uh, I, I didn't go there. I think I went right to Earth, which mm-hmm. is the, the one planet that you could go to for Same the here. beta. Um, but then I finally was like, ah, shit, I guess I'll go check out this tower thing. It's kind of the center hub like that most of the MMOs have where people can go sell things, do upgrades, check in with their, like, class head guy and get their class missions and all of that kind of stuff. I think you can upgrade your ship there. Um, yeah, we should talk about the ship. That's The ship is kind of the way you get back and forth between right. objectives. Like, uh, kind of the main screen, I guess you could say, is your ship and then the planet Earth and the different spots you can go. Mm-hmm. The Crucible, which is the multiplayer, is, like, somewhere off, you know. To the, the right. Yeah, off to the right. Um, but yeah, you 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 select where you want to go, and then your ship, quote unquote, takes you there. That's kind of the loading thing. Um, it's cool too. I didn't I noticed well, this. If you have more people in your party, their ships will show all up all together, like you're traveling together. It's yeah, pretty cool. Which is neat. What what do the upgrades for the ship do? Do you know? I didn't get to upgrade them. Yeah, I, didn't I don't either. know. Yeah, I'd be interested to find something out. to find out. I don't know. I, I don't think there was too much of ship upgrading. I got something to upgrade my ship, but I had no idea what I was doing to actually upgrade it. I didn't even know the tower existed. Eric introduced me to it. Yeah, I took Will there because I was pretty impressed by. It. I thought it was really really cool place yeah. it, it looks like it's gonna be more to it too, yeah it looks right? like kind of in the back maybe i don't know I, i'm sure there's gonna be a lot more to it and they're gonna obviously be updating stuff constantly but um yeah just that central hub you get in groups upgrade your stuff sell your stuff buy new things um let's see i got that's also if you get things if you pick up an item or receive an item and it's green that means it's encrypted and you need to have take that to a guy that's at the tower. He encrypts it for you or whatever. Um, or unscrambles it. I don't know what the hell he does. But you earn points towards leveling that ability up with him. And usually, if it's something that needs to be encrypted, it means it's a pretty decent item. Right. Um, so you do that in the tower, too. And actually, you can buy a lot of stuff from him. And everything updates Every so often, so there will be new stuff available. Oh, that's cool. So if you're looking for certain certain items that are gone or, you know, boots, whatever you're looking for, heavy items, 
Uh, so I ended up having quite a bit of stuff by the end of it. Some really sweet weapons. I didn't actually get to use all of them, unfortunately. But, uh, um, yeah, tower was pretty sweet. I was really impressed with what they did there. Yeah, uh, and something Jake told me about the weapons that needed to be encrypted. They're like a green uh, drop, Yeah. which if you played any MMO or anything like that, like the different colored drops are or more rare or whatever. Uh, but I guess it's the green one. The more you use it, the more like it upgrades a little bit and becomes better and better. Huh. So that's yeah, that's how you upgrade your skills is by using them, right? Mm-hmm. So, which is awesome. Yeah, kind of like in Skyrim, right? Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's the tower. Tower was awesome, and then there's a story. Um, obviously, I didn't get too much into the story. No. So I, I didn't know what was going on when you get dropped off. No, I didn't either. When you kind of start the game. Uh, nor did I really pay attention. I was more interested in, hey, this is cool. Look at this shiny. Yeah, exactly. So we won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like planet area that we got to go to, like I said, was Earth. Um, but if you're wondering, Earth is available. The moon will be in there. Venus and Mars are going to be the planets that you can start exploring. That's awesome. So definitely looking forward to doing that. Um so we'll get into what kind of characters we made then. Uh, I made a hunter. That one appealed to me the most. I don't know. It was between that and the warlock. The warlock's like the mage kind of. Um, so with the hunter, I had a shotgun and like a scout rifle so I could do like medium range or yeah. close up. I found myself running in and um, meleeing a lot with my knife. The knife was, was, was key because I also made a hunter. Oh, yeah. Um, Wasn't it, isn't it awesome? Yeah. Though? Yeah. The, just the way you, you whip it out and jab yeah. it into the enemy. It was satisfying. It was very satisfying. Did you end up unlocking the throwing knife? Yes. Wasn't that awesome? It was cool. I couldn't consistently, like, like I, I didn't play enough to consistently get the hang of it, but okay. I knew, like, if you meleeed when you were, like, a little distance away, that's when they would throw the knife, yep. right? Okay. And it does a lot of damage. Yeah. Did a lot of damage. Uh, that was a really cool skill to have. Um, and each, there's a Titan, a Warlock, and a Hunter. Those are the three starting classes. Each of them has its own special power or special ability. The one for the Hunter, don't remember what it was called, but it's like a, it's a gun that you get. You hold R1 and L1 together, I think, to like get into your special ability. And it pulls out this shiny gun that's glowing orange or yellow. And it does really big damage. It says it disintegrates the enemy. For like a boss, or uh, not necessarily a boss, but a lesser boss, it'll kill him in probably two hits, whereas wow. normally it would take quite a few yeah. hits. I never use that. Yeah, it works really well. Oh, but there's a time helpful. limit on it, and it's pretty quick. So you want to make sure you've got your shot lined up. Uh, okay. For sure, because there was times when I wasted it, I was like... Son of a bitch, because it takes a while to get. They call it supercharged. Yeah, that's when you can use it again. Um, there's like a meter uh, at the bottom okay. left that turns yellow. I think that only happened to me, well, once I guess. Yeah, it takes a while to get back up. It's blue until you get supercharged, and it turns yellow, and you can use your special ability. Um, but yeah, definitely don't want to waste it because it's very helpful, and it's a bitch if you took all that time to get it and did nothing with it yeah um yeah so the hunter i really enjoyed i'm probably gonna stick with that when i when i play the actual game um will you want to talk about what you made yeah i made the warlock i usually pick like the magic kind of character in games uh, i usually do too so this was the like magic uh type of character uh so basically, he uses like assault rifles and stuff like that. But what he does is he—I compare it to like a Jedi a little bit. It uses like kind of like a force type thing. 
Uh, and some of my moves, like my melee, like Eric was talking about how his was a knife. Like mine was like I did like a, a energy. A force th- push. A almost. force push, basically. And that would like, you know, knock them down or, you know, if they're like shooting, like distract them and stuff like that. The other one, like my special uh, power, my supercharge thing is I launch like a huge energy. They call it the Traveler's Light. The Traveler's Light. You have harnessed it. I must have. That's what it is. You've the- harnessed the Traveler's Light in patterns never before imagined. Huh. Sick. But yeah, I launched this huge like energy ball at people, and I, it, it's pretty cool. It does a lot of damage. Like I said, I was pretty weak when I was playing with Eric against the hard guys, so it didn't do much damage until I leveled up higher. Uh, and then my other one is a grenade that uh, I throw into an area, and like it drains everybody's life in that area. Instead of like an explosion, it'll just like slowly drain. Okay. Uh, I really like the character. I'll keep it. Did, Definitely. Did you have like a double jump? I had a jetpack. You did? Okay. Did you not have a jetpack? No, I did. I wasn't sure if that was class-specific or not. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it was one of my skills. I guess it must just be for every class. Yeah, I had a, a jetpack-esque thing. So, Dan, you made a hunter. Yep. Did you want to add anything? No, you covered okay. it. I, I like in this the grenades. Um, you don't have to pick up grenade ammo. Your grenades yeah. are unlimited. They just kind of recharge. I loved That's that. That's great. That's a great point. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, also, during the strike, like, you do run out of gun ammo, so you have to, like, when you kill enemies, you have to run over, and they drop ammo, and that's where you pick it back up, but, like, it's a pain in the ass yeah. sometimes, because if they're out in the open, the AI is pretty good, and it'll pick you off, yeah. and the snipers that were in the back of some oh, of those were a bastard. Man. They do a ton of damage. I got killed by so many. Yeah, so. um, The other class that none of us made is a Titan. Um, it's kind of like the tank. I'll just read a brief description of it right from the website. Um, their lightning charge fists will knock you off your feet. Their armor and shields make them nearly invincible. We like to think they are our faceless knights protecting us from our countless enemies, but their power and resolve gives them the air of rising gods. So they're like the tank, heavy damage dealers. I guess they can take a lot of damage by the sounds of things. I'm assuming they probably have some skills to do that with because I don't know why they would be made. I guess unless they get better armor. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So that's the basics of the game. I'm not going to go through the enemies. You guys can experience that for yourself. I did want to talk about one thing I love is how the menus all look. Yeah. And how they work. Um, just like customizing your character, it's... I'm not going to do a very good job of explaining it. I was just going to get... think you might, Dan, because <laughs> I know I'm not going to be able to. I was just going to bring it up. I'm glad you did so I don't have to try and struggle this. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> so if you're looking at it, if you're looking at your screen, it shows your character standing there. And then to the right is, like, your helmet, your chest piece, your boots, and your uh, shoulder pads. And then whatever your class-specific piece of armor is, which is awesome. Yeah. I love that there's a class-specific thing. For the hunter, it was a cloak. Did you unlock any other than the uh, starter? I got I got like a green hood. You did. Yes. Yeah. That that's your hood hood cloak whatever it's called. Uh-huh. But I actually unlocked like four of them. I had the guy that does the encryptions. Yeah. Make more for me, and it's so cool because it changes completely the way your character looks. And I had four that looked completely different. And like I spent amount of time looking at them and being like. I don't know which one of these I want because <laughs> they were all so cool. Yeah. Right? And I thought that was so awesome. Um, so, yeah, like when you hover your cursor over, say you're looking at the helmets, you put your cursor over the helmet, it will pop up with a new section of blocks 
I think it probably holds about 12 different helmets you could have on you at any time. Yeah. Um, like it'll that. pop up all 12, or however, say you've got four. It'll pop up with the four, and it'll if one's new, it'll be flashing, so you'll know that's the one you want to look at to see if it's better than what you have. It tells you the level requirement, like whatever, if it's got a special fire ability attached to it, whatever the case may be, if it has plus to strength. Um, so I just thought it did a really good job. It's just really easy to look at, really easy to use. Um, what's on the left side? That's where you upgrade your skills, right? Yeah, it's like the skills and stuff like that. Okay. Same kind of thing. It's the same kind of menu. Um, also at the tower is where you kind of have your inventory uh, drop box, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. That's where you can keep all the stuff if you want to keep it for later on or give it to friends, whatever the case is. That's where you keep all that stuff. Um, also at the hub, you're you're in thir- third person too, which yeah, is cool. True. So you can kind of see your character. Yeah, yeah. Because I made my, I wanted to make mine as cool as possible. Yeah. I so. noticed my character did not have his hood on while in the tower, which I didn't like. Okay, I like having the hood. Yeah, because I mean they take it off, it's but the they should. Identity. They should. My character. Yeah. Right? Well, your guy, your the race you picked is kind of like a hood wearing. Yeah, race. Kind of mysterious. Yeah. I picked the. Uh, what was it? Awa- awakened? Awoken? Yeah, the Awoken. I think I did that one too. Yeah, I did. So the, Dan, Dan and I made the same character. <laughs> I did the the Ixo. Okay. The robot looking dudes. Uh-huh. I made him look mysteriously emo. Nice. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. He did look emo. He had the the nice uh, side hair <laughs> off to the side. So very cool. Gave him a face tattoo, and like some white eyes. I think. Uh huh. I like the way it looked. I yeah. thought, I'm probably just going to try and duplicate that when the game comes out. I actually grew kind of attached to my character nice. immediately, so I'm sad that Which he's is, gone. It's a good thing. Yeah. That's the great thing about those types of games is how yeah. attached to your characters you can get. Yeah, I'm like really, I'm kind of interested in some of the story stuff and like my backstory on my race because it's kind of cool. The it whole is. World. I, yeah, I'm into everything with it. The world, like Will saying, the world, just all the races are really neat and interesting and. I'm not usually into that stuff at all. And I thought the character creation was great. Yeah. It wasn't too in-depth where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, what do I do? But it also had enough. For me, I thought it was perfect. Because I don't usually care too much about what my character looks like. Yeah. But but there was it was streamlined enough and just presented well enough where I did care enough to go through it. Yeah, and there there, there wasn't so many options that you get right. overwhelmed, but not too few that every character is going to look the same. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's a, it's a good balance, like um, you said. I did want to say, too, in the explore mode, which is just, you know, getting dropped off on a planet and just going, um, I really liked some of the separate missions, if only because you got to just go in some of the buildings, and it gets kind of creepy. Yeah. Everybody has this little cube that's called a ghost, so if you get into a poorly lit area, your ghost pops out and lights up like a little circle in front of you and you don't have really any peripheral vision and it's fucking creepy. Yeah, it really the first is. time I played, I went in there by myself and I was like, I didn't know this was going to be like kind of a scary game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But some of the areas were like that and you hear the monsters like growling and like you'll turn around and it almost looks like the the light is attached to your gun, but it's actually not. Yeah. Um but you'll like turn to the right and as you're going panning the room you'll see one of the monsters in the distance and as, as soon as your light goes off and they disappear you're like oh fuck yeah and then they all came running at me i was like shit but same thing happened to me too yeah so it was just fun to just like it says just to explore the areas you know huh. um but yeah i think that that's pretty much was that about it yeah i, I, I think, think so that, i think what that was a, pretty good coverage what coverage. it had to offer 
Um, they apparently extended it for a couple days and then added some stuff. We yeah. didn't get really a chance to keep playing. Unfortunately, so. I did not. That sucks. Yeah. So we don't know what what supposedly they added. They were talking about how they added dangerous things or something like dangerous that. Dangerous experiments. Yeah. Yes. That's how they worded it. That's what it. they said. That's how they worded it. I don't know. I didn't end up reading anything about it either. Maybe no, some no, listeners played it. Yeah, no one, no, no one seemed to cover like what they thought those dangerous experiments were. But right. I don't know if it was just enemies or... Yeah. Oh, sure. I know one thing we didn't cover was the random events. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even do when those. You're out, you didn't get to do one? No. Oh, man. When you're out in the open world exploring, um, random events take place. And for the most part, what I saw was a spaceship would come flying through the air, which is awesome, Yeah. and would drop off like enemies. One time it was these two of those... like. Scarab tanks Ooh. that we fought in the uh, instance, in the strike instance. That's it dropped one, off. That's the one I did too. Okay, yeah. Just, so it dropped off two of those with a bunch of other enemies, and you have a certain amount of time to kill them. And it was great because that was the day that I was playing all by myself. But all of a sudden, like four or five other dudes that were out in the open area just came out, came over with me, and we tried to kill them. We failed miserably. Yeah. But it, it's tough. It's yeah. not an easy game. Um, we we came close. We made a big push, like with a minute left, yeah, and almost got it, got got him down all the way, but uh, just just barely missed. Yeah, but it was awesome because everybody just came together right in the middle and just went for it. Um, I think I got to play three events like that. Another one was was kind of like there wasn't one main boss to it. It was just a bunch of hard enemies, harder, higher level enemies. Um, sometimes, um, it'll like change the location of where you're fighting. So you, you'll fight them off from one spot and then it'll say, okay, go over here. Now you have to fight them off over here in a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's stuff like that, but it's really cool when it happens and they're all optional. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but you probably should because yeah, it's really fun. You can keep moving on. Exactly. Um, so that's just another little wrinkle of the game, but, mm. uh, I'll tell you what, I can't fucking wait for this game. It blew my expectations out of the water. Uh-huh. Because we've talked about we were kind of getting a little down on it from what we were reading and people were bored with it. I don't know how the hell anybody was bored playing this game. Yeah. I wonder if they just didn't get enough Maybe. of what the game has to offer. Maybe. Because um, if they played it at like any video game conference type thing and only got like was, an hour to play. There was well, there was yeah, there was a press event where I don't know what exactly they played, but they you know got like like an hour. Uh, with the game, and that's and not this. enough because no. I didn't know what the hell I was doing at first. Yeah, and if you just if you just walk around and shoot stuff in that one little area without all the other people and without the events and the what strikes, strikes, um, yeah. yeah, that that stuff really makes the game not not just wandering around by yourself and yeah. shooting things, you know. Yeah. So, but that that's really it for me. I yeah. just I can't wait. The beta comes out end of next month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping you get to transfer your, your beta characters into the full game. I hope so. I've you... got my fingers crossed for yeah. that. Because otherwise I'm not going to want to put sink a lot of time into I it. I know, you know. That's what I'm thinking, but I also want to play it. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, if anybody's wondering, you you cannot transfer your alpha character right. so, to the beta or or beyond. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm probably going to stick with the Hunter. Really enjoyed it. I'm not sure. I, I haven't decided if I'm going to go with the... Uh, it's either Warlock or Hunter. I Same don't with have me. any interest Same in here. the, in the I was Titan. surprised you didn't make the Warlock, Dan. Yeah. I thought for sure you would. I think I even said to Will, I bet you Dan's going to make a Warlock. Well, because I knew uh, Will... Because Will started, and he made a Warlock. Yeah. So I was like, it's either tight. I either want to try Titan or Hunter, because mm-hmm. I wanted to try and guess which one you wouldn't be, so yeah. I just picked Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, me and Eric ended up making almost the same character. Yeah. Mine was female, though. Sounds like... Yeah, I figured you probably made a female. 
Um, yeah, my thoughts. It reminded me a lot of Borderlands in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, the, just the way the it's it, how open it is. Uh, it's team based, first person shooter RPG hybrid with gear and abilities. Uh, multiplayer is the main difference between Borderlands and, and Destiny, and obviously the the uh, graphics style. Um, but uh, you know, as we said, none of us really have that big of an interest in the multiplayer for it. I thought the environment was cool. Uh, graphics were good. I did have stuttery frame rate issues a little bit. Um, I spent some time on Reddit looking it up. Uh, there's, uh, well, especially because I had just gotten done playing Metal Gear Solid Five, which was like smooth as silk the entire time. Um, Digital Foundry, the the I don't know organization, I guess that that do all the all the graphics testings and stuff. Uh, like you'll see a lot of their comparison videos between you know thirty frames per second, sixty frames per second, that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, they actually did a, a report on it. I'll read read that report. They said, "quote A look at the performance of Destiny during normal gameplay. The frame rate holds its target, but frame pacing issues interrupt the fluidity associated with locked thirty frames per second." Performance-wise, Destiny delivers a stable 30 frames per second regardless of on-screen action interrupted only by issues with frame pacing. There are regularly instances in which a singular frame remains on-screen for additional 16.7 milliseconds, creating a run of three identical frames followed by a single frame. This interrupts the cadence of frames required to deliver a stable 30 frames per second, creating a slight judder during motion. The issue manifests itself... Uh, and our consistency graphs is a series of spikes and dips at random intervals as opposed to the flat 33 millisecond line you get from a lock 30 frames per second title with appropriate frame pacing. They did say that that would probably be an issue that resorts itself. But basically what that is is they would have three frames that were all the same and then one frame that, that moved on. So that was causing, like, I, I mostly noticed it during, you know, intense action uh, when you would be scrolling the, the camera, you know, really quickly. Um, when you're just like wandering around, I didn't notice it as much. But during the action, I definitely, definitely noticed it. And I wonder if that had something to do with because I was playing on my computer monitor and I was really close to it. Okay, um, that could have could have been part of the reason too. Uh, it, it was it wasn't too bad. It was a little bit annoying, um, but as I, they, they said, that they're pretty sure it's going to be fixed. So, that, uh, but that was a, a slight annoyance for me. Yeah, that reminds me of my kind of only complaint. It's because I'm not used to it. Like, uh, the turning of my character, like, when I go to, like, aim and stuff like that, it was, felt really slow, and I would try to look around, and I turned up the sensitivity all the way up, and it still felt a little slow. I don't know, I'm used to, like, Battlefield and Call of Duty, where when it's on max sensitivity, like, Super it moves fast. really, really fast. Yeah. So it's just something I need to get used to more than a complaint. Okay. Very small, doesn't matter to me yeah. at all, but... Yeah. Um... But, good stuff. One of the feedbacks we got is only Destiny-related. You just want to do it now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from Tito in L.A. He says, To those who played the Destiny Alpha, is Destiny the game that's a console seller? More specifically, should I get a PS4 to play Destiny since I'm into the whole playing with a group of people MMO-ish vibe right now? So, is it a console seller? I think so. Yeah. Um, I, that's, I mean, Destiny is the reason why I got a console. Right. I was going to hold off. Um, but ended up getting the PS4 because of Destiny. I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. On that one? Yeah. Like I said last week, it's the first... I didn't know this was coming to 316 PS3. Yeah. Because I said last week... Wait, this? Yeah. yeah I, it's, how? It's last-gen consoles, too. I didn't know that. How is this possible? I don't know. Like... It's probably in the same way, it's the same vein that Titanfall. Um, it's, it's, it's the like a... I don't know... I don't want to say stripped down version, but 
Uh, graphically, obviously not not similar, right. but it, it'll probably have all the same gameplay elements and stuff. I uh-huh. would think. Yeah, Man. you know, because to me, I didn't know that until recently, a couple days ago. I thought this this was the first game that I thought was like, all right, this is why I got a next gen console. Yeah, I still feel that way. Right, but. <laughs> Regardless, yes. Probably the draw distance isn't the same. Yeah. That's not going to look as good. If you're on the fence about a new console, I think uh, this this one would probably, for my money, put me over the edge. Yeah. Um, There is rumors that it's going to eventually come to PC. They're just rumors at this point. There was a a developer that said it would make a lot of sense on PC. It feels like it would be a great PC game. So. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. 75 million registered Steam users. I don't know why you wouldn't put it on PC, especially because, yeah. you know, they said that it costs $500 million to develop this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't put Well, it on I'm PC. glad that it's not yet. Yeah. Yeah. You bastards. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm assuming it'll 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 be on PC eventually. Well, I better have somebody to play with. Well, I'm, I, if I, I'm already going to have it for yeah. PS4, so I'm not going to get it again for PC. So he says more specifically, should he get a PS4 to play Destiny? Because it is coming to Xbox One also. Um, I'd say yes because I mean, it, just knowing Tito, I think he's more of a Sony guy anyway. Yeah. Um, but it also is going to have exclusive content for PS4, including some missions that actually sounded like kind of cool stuff. Yeah. So. And if you're interested in playing with people, like the three of us will be. On oh, I can tell you lot. right now, I'm going to be addicted to it for a while, and I know there's a couple other um, listeners that have PS4 that are planning on getting Destiny. So yeah. I mean, if that sways you at all, yes, I think PS4 is probably the right call for you. Yeah. And, you know, knowing Tito, mm-hmm. I, I he's, like, into, the, like, a lot of RPGs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sony's going to have a lot more JRPGs than, than Xboxes, and that's one of the reasons why I switched from Xbox to, to PS4 yeah. uh, was because there, there's going to be, you know, sweet uh, JRPGs that don't come on the, the Xbox right. One. So. so, yes to everything. Yeah. Tito. Thanks for writing in. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'll definitely be willing to play with you whenever. Yeah. I, I can't fucking wait for this game. <laughs> Between that and I think Far Cry are probably my most okay. looked forward to now. Nice. I'm I'm really looking forward to Destiny also. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to have to take a couple days off there nice. when that comes out. <laughs> Was it the 9th? Yeah, September 9th. I really sink my, sink my feet into it, you know? That'll be a, probably a midnight release and I'll be able to go because yeah. mine's pre-ordered at Games. GameStop. Yeah, which so. one did you pre-order it at? The the old one. The mall by JC the mall. Yeah. yeah, I have a pre-ordered two of them. Did, oh, that's right. So, because it was my deal we're, for my my boost on trade-ins. Yeah. Well, I think we're kind of in the process of switching which which GameStop we yeah. go to. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I pre-ordered that one months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Before we so. started going to the other one. Well, that's yeah. fine. I mean, I just will go to whatever one you're going to and not pick the other one up. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it. I, I used to go, like, early and hang out, but I'll probably just get there, like, five minutes beforehand. Yeah. It never run, matters. Run in and, and get my game and leave. Yeah. Do you want to so. see all the people dressed up? No, that would be cool. Destiny people were doing some if, hot if, cosplay. If they were doing Destiny cosplay, bring them to New York. There, there's nothing like that there at the ones we go to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's just usually douches <laughs> the, there. The best you get from that is guys wearing their Madden jer- or their football j- team jerseys during the Madden Dur- release. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the best cosplay we get. <laughs> yeah. We get like a fat, a- fat guy wearing an Adrian Peterson jersey. Yep. 
every time. Yeah, with like a porn stash. You know, yeah. Fritos in his beard. He's a regular character at yeah. the midnight launches for yeah. for games. Okay. But yeah. anywho. Any other thoughts on Destiny? No. Can't no. wait. It's yeah. going to be awesome when it comes out. Can't yeah. wait for the beta. I was I was surprised actually at how much I, I liked yeah, it. Me too. Um, and and again, that's from not really liking the multiplayer. But this, I think the the co op stuff and the single player stuff is going to be going to be really good. I, if any of our listeners played the alpha and didn't like it, I'd be interested to hear why. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our nibble bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 152 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our Nibble Bits segment. We are also plus Corey. Welcome, Corey. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Sure. And minus Will. Will had some some stuff to do with his friend, so he uh, he pieced out. Tummy sticks. <laughs> Tummy sticks it is. Uh, nibble Bits. Corey, you want to get started with Nibble Bits? I'd love to. All right. Aiji Aonuma, the man in charge of Zelda for Nintendo, acknowledged long tutorials are not necessarily the best way to go. Uh, Kotaku, in an interview, which is was kind of an awkward interview to read. I don't know if you guys get the chance to read the interview. I recommend it. Um, Kotaku asked about Skyward Sword's lengthy tutorial at E3. Uh, apparently, soup to nuts, it's about five hours of learning how to play the game before you're really set free and able to play the game. Wow. Um Yes, so this guy said, but I also understand now in hindsight that when you go out and buy a game, you buy the game because you want to play it, and you don't want to have any obstacles in the way, and I guess it was received as a bit of an obstacle. In a game, it's when you get stuck when you want that help, and I kind of front-loaded all that in Skyward Sword, and it doesn't really help to get that information when you don't know what to do with it. So that was a real learning experience for me, so I'm going to be careful not to do that. Thank God. Did did you get, because you played it, did you get that impression when you played Skyward Sword? Yeah, I really liked the game, but yeah, it was a it was a struggle to get through those first five hours. Um, but then they brought up a link between worlds, which was which was the game they made right after Skyward Sword, uh, and in that game, you pretty much jump right in. There's not very much tutorial at all, so it's better to figure it out for yourself, or if you don't know something, to find it on the internet. You know, sure, yeah, or you know, make have the information available, just not. Yeah. Fed to you. you yeah, know? in a menu. Uh, well, that's what they talked about with uh, Link Between Worlds. They had the hint ghosts, which is something you don't never ever need to talk to if you don't want to, but you can put on your secret spy glasses and find the hint ghosts and ask the ghost for explanations on how to do things. Perfect. Uh, which is a good way to do it. Yeah. THQ is not dead. Nordic Games bought the right to use the name THQ. Uh, Nordic purchased back when they had, THQ had their big liquidation sale uh nordic was the studio that purchased darksiders red faction and mx first atv uh the nordic games gm clemens cruiser told polygon the challenging fact is nobody has ever heard about nordic games before the thq auction there were so many articles with the headlines who the fuck is nordic games we said (laughs) okay they were right (laughs) i thought they they were they hope by atta- that by attaching their uh, that name to their games, it will bring more familiarity to the brand. I could see that. I don't know. Can you though? Do do does the average schmo care who publishes who, the game? No, you're I, right. I I don't. I, I like to know you know the developers and publishers and stuff, but that's because of what we do, you know. Yeah, but that's really. I mean, even so, like that's still secondary to the game. Yeah. 
You know, I'll, I'll, if the game looks cool, then I'll go and find out didn't, more about it. Didn't wasn't Nordic Games the developers for Darksiders? Pretty sure Good they question, were. Question, Dan. I really don't know. I didn't. I didn't read up on them at all. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that move. I guess maybe it makes sense for a standpoint beyond uh, just consumers wanting being familiar. Maybe it has something to do with I don't know investors or yeah. even dealing with publications. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But whatever. At least it's nice to see that THQ is sort of still alive. Still kicking. Yeah. Good for it. Square Enix's newest Final Fantasy is called Shonen Jump and is a multiplayer action RPG in the vein of Monster Hunter. Uh, The focus will be on searching for crystals and fighting what are called summons. Uh, And that's sort of the big monsters. That's sort of where the Monster Hunter... Wasn't it supposed to be a little bit like Crystal Chronicles? Too? Yes, it is. Uh, it is part of the Crystal Chronicles subseries. Oh, gotcha. um, there will also be a single player mod, but uh, yeah, the the big part, from what I understand, is the multiplayer component, and it's different jobs like you know your typical Final Fantasy. You could be a knight, monk, white mage, black mage, uh, but then it's just getting in a group and going out and hunting those summons. Sounds fantastic. Sounds fun to me. I'm in. Yeah, me too. I think I read 3ds somewhere. I think yep. it's 3ds. Game. I'm pretty sure it's 3ds. And my last nibble bit. The Steam Boy was announced on the last day of E3. It is a low-powered, pocket-sized gaming PC, uh, allegedly capable of running most PC games at acceptable frame rates. Not sure what that means. Acceptable to uh, acceptable uh, writing acceptable is a lot different than partaking in acceptable. You know what I right, mean? Right. Like, yeah. Acceptable is really what, like, fifteen frames per second would be an acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but really, you know, we want at least thirty. At least 30, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a quad-core, 4-gigabyte RAM, 32-gigabyte memory card, internal memory card, and a 5-inch 16 by 9 touchscreen. Uh, somebody brought up the point, though, that it would be good for streaming with Steam's, you know, their streaming thing. Yeah. And, I can see that. And for playing older games or, like, indie games who, you know, don't have very high specs, that would probably be fine. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, I guess it's all going to come down to the price point. Yep. I don't want to spend more than three hundred bucks on my Steam Boy. I don't. I wouldn't spend that much on it. No. No more than two hundred for a handheld. I'm not sure they could charge that little. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, not not a part of Valve. Right. Not affiliated. I like the name though, Steam Boy. Steam Boy, I like that too. It's catchy. I think it it's is stupid. Sensual. How dare you, Corey? Okay. Anything else, Corey? Negative. All right. I will go. Uh, my first nibble bit, Destiny will be a PlayStation exclusive in Japan. Uh, you know, some people had thought it was a, an exclusive already. I had heard that a few different clever, places. Clever uh, marketing. Yeah, for, for Sony. Sony. <laughs> um, but in Japan, it is going to be an exclusive to the PS3 and PS4. But can you imagine if it was, though? Like, oh, all, uh, all over? Straight up exclusive. Wow. That would be nutty. That would be a hell of a get. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I guess it, you know, it's mostly because the the Xbox doesn't do very well in japan so right. um that's that's why rather than having to translate both you know both versions etc all that you know fun stuff they made it exclusive in japan so Fair enough. and then my next one wikipad and on live announced partnership for streaming pc games uh it's on live uh the wikipad of course is a you know a dev- another handheld like the steam boy a little bit um that it's a uh, like it's an Android based 
handheld console type of thing. So apparently you're going to be able to stream on live games to it, uh, including their AAA high-end PC games. So another Woo! another option out there for if you're looking for a handheld to play. For ye old gamer. Yeah, straight up PC games. So those are my noble bits. Eric, what do you got? Got a few here, Dan. I'll start with this one. Uh, Super Smash Bros. 3DS has been pushed back to October 3rd. I thought that was the release date anyway. I don't know. It says it was pushed back. Because uh, I thought the same. Yeah. But I went with it. They it was from GameSpot. I think they announced that at E3 was the release date of October 3rd. Hmm. Well, I don't know. What's it going on over back. there at GameSpot? I don't know what's going on. Something's, something's in the water over there. We're not really feeling it. Yeah. Whatever you're drinking, stop. All right, moving along from that one. Um, Wii U Virtual Console page has been updated to show that it is going to be featuring Nintendo 64 games at some point. There's no date or timetable set for that, but that's exciting. Another reason for me to get a Wii U, if you're on the fence, that's another reason for me, because that is my favorite console probably, is the the Nintendo 64. Yeah, Best, best controller, most of the best games. Really good stuff on there. But it also makes you scratch your head, like, why weren't Nintendo 64 games on the Wii Virtual Console no, to begin I, with? Absolutely. <laughs> and I, pu- I have my uh, game purchase list. October 3rd, Smash Brothers 3DS, 40 bucks. Hmm. I did that last week, so. Wow. What's game? What's going on over there? I don't know, because that's the title. It says it's pushed back. It's the only reason I tweeted it. Right. Strange. Anywho. Um, from Kotaku, the PS4 is now supporting preloading of games, which is great. If you're going to, um, you know, digitally download, it's a pain in the ass having to wait, regardless of how fast your internet is. Yeah. You just want to start playing. Well, plus it's, you know, it, it, on launch time, everyone's trying to download a new big game right. all at the same time, and it slows everything down to a crawl anyway. Exactly. So if you can kind of download it whenever you want, yeah, relieve stress on the servers. Um, some of the, the first games that you're going to be able to do this with are Destiny, Bloodborne, Dragon Age Inquisition. So, cool. Some good stuff on there, and obviously you're gonna need to keep things in standby mode, which I've been doing with my PS4. Yeah. And obviously gonna have to continue to do when Destiny comes out, because I'm assuming there'll be des- or, uh, updates constantly for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good stuff there. That's a good uh, adjustment made. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right. How's your week, Eric? It's been only a couple days, but it has. But it was an eventful couple days for me, being a soccer fan in the United States. Uh, we played. Ghana in our first group stage game in the World Cup. Uh, I was obviously really excited about this. Um, went down to a local bar that's trying to get officially affiliated with the American Outlaws uh, supporter group for the men's soccer team in the country. There's bars around the around the United States that are official affiliates. Uh, but one of the local bars was really excited to find out are trying to become one of those. So we went down there for the game. And, you know, we got down there and there wasn't that many people. But... Uh, before the game started, people just started filtering in, and there was actually a really, really good crowd. The news ended up coming down because of all the people that were there and how loud it was. Um, a lot of chanting going on, just really good times. I got more drunk than I have been in quite a while, so that was fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, a lot of good friends down there. Um, the game, if you haven't seen it, was fucking amazing. Uh, we scored within 30 seconds, took the lead. I think it kind of threw the team off of their game a little bit, and they kind of sat back quite a bit, and Ghana had possession. Uh, I think they had like 20 shots. Not very many were on goal, so that can be a little bit misleading. 
Um, but it was one of those things where you're just kind of on the edge of your seat the whole game because you're just kind of waiting for Ghana to score because they had the ball the entire time. Um, and they finally did in the 82nd minute to tie the game, and we were all devastated, obviously. And then we scored in the 86th minute off of a header from a 21-year-old kid who barely made the roster, who nobody knows anything about. Um, and he his reaction really showed that after he scored the goal because he just kind of looked around like, holy shit. Like, uh-huh. he couldn't believe what had just happened, and he just dropped to the ground and laid there. I think he just couldn't believe it. And it was really cool. But the bar went nuts, and I had an absolute blast. One of the best times, really, that I've ever had at anything, let alone a sporting event. Nice. Um, really sets up a great coming week for the United States soccer team to make it through the group stage in what was supposed to be the group of death. I don't know if you would still consider it that, but still a tough group regardless. Portugal set us up nicely with their shitty display and one of their players getting a red card, so he can't play against us. Ronaldo's not feeling well, so... Looking forward to, and I will be down in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Studios with Corey. That's right. For the games, uh, for the Portugal and Germany game, as it turns out. So uh, looking forward what's to getting... the, What's the schedule? Game Sunday? Sunday. Portugal. Gotcha. What time? Don't... I want to say three. Okay. But I'm not positive. But uh, All right. we'll get good and lubed up and make That's our way somewhere. That's why I somewhere. took Monday off, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> I, Corey, I'm telling you, man. This is... This is pr- perhaps the biggest game... In U.S. soccer history. So how does this work? Do we have to win? If we win, we make it out of the group, which nobody thought we were going to do. Could we lose and make it out of the group? Mathematically, yes, maybe. Probably not. Gotcha. Because we'd have to get a point or either draw or, or beat Germany, which I just do not see happening. Okay. But yeah, uh, actually, Tito in the chat said he remembered being impressed with Brooks, who was the guy that scored the game-winning goal, Jonathan Brooks. He's a German-American. He was impressed with him when we played Turkey, which is the game I went to. Um, And I absolutely agree. He was one of the highlights from that game. I thought when he came on the second half, he looked really, really good. And we talked about that the entire time after the game that we went to. So, uh, good future for him, hopefully. If nothing else, he will always be a legend in my mind. (laughs) So... Even, Corey, not as a soccer fan, I think it's going to be hard-pressed for you to not have fun Sunday. Oh, I'll make the most of it. Yeah, I know, you, I know you will. <laughs> so, I think, uh, you know, other than that for my week, I didn't really have anything else. That was definitely the highlight uh-huh. of my life at this point. So. Nice. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, what do I, I just you? watched the highlights of that game, Eric. Corey, I mean, right here, yeah, it's... I mean, it, I my buddy Jeff, who's probably the biggest soccer fan I know... I, I, my initial reaction, I was just like jumping up and down and people are just a beer going everywhere. Everybody's going crazy. And I gave somebody a hug and I immediately was like, I got to find Jeff. And I go over and he's got tears in his eyes. <laughs> and like, I was on the verge. You know what I mean? Like, I, it was like, I can't even describe to you the feeling that was going around there. I must've given out 20 hugs, people I know, people I don't know. Some of the best hugs I've ever given anybody. <laughs> But, he just banged uh, that in right off the side of his head. Oh, man. Incredible. Incredible. We had a chant going. One of the dudes we were there with started a USA chant before they took the corner kick. So everybody's chanting USA. And right before he kicked it, it was dead silent. And he scored. And it fucking erupted. Just like you wouldn't believe. That's cool. It was great. Way more than I could have asked for. So Nice. Hopefully we get a repeat on Sunday. That's it for me. All right. Good stuff. Sounds good. What about you, Corey? 
I don't have I don't have much to say. I don't think we did uh, our weeks last week, right? We were just sort of all E3. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reason why we started an hour and a half late last week was because I was at a beach club, not by choice. Um, <laughs> Throw that in there. And it sucks because it, it was like a real like dance club oh. uh, on the beach, oh. which sucks oh, for me sorry. because I don't like I don't do a ton of drugs, so. It's just get drunk as fast as you can so it's tolerable. Um, so I spent a lot of money I didn't want to spend just so I could survive being in this stupid club. Um, and it wasn't even, like, the group I was with, we were all just, like, standing off to the side. I'm like, why don't we just leave? Yeah. But, like, my ride was the reason, you know, I was staying because they were going to leave earlier than they did. And So anyway, uh, that's why I was an hour and a half late to, to podcast on Saturday. Um and a little drunk when I showed up, but it turned out all right. There's plenty to look at, um, but that's that's about the the extent of what happened this past week for me. And the last few days, I've just sort of been drying out and waiting for Eric to come down, get, making sure you're replenishing fluids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, trying to get back to my roots a little bit. I've been going back and watching a lot of westerns and trying to listen to all my old <laughs> podcasts I used to listen to. <laughs> nice. Keeping it yeah. real. Yeah, I've been trying to write a little bit more. <laughs> Corey, I'll tell you what. Um, after my night of drinking, I think the key to me feeling good the next day, I just need to pound two good-sized glasses of water for Advil, and I'm good oh, to sure. go the next day. Sure. That's what I did, because I thought for sure I was going to wake up the next day feeling like a pile of shit, but I actually felt great. Nice. Yeah. So If you yep. barf, too, a lot of times you feel you feel good ne- the next day. Yeah. But you, you know. There's, I mean, there's, if you don't there's have at to. least a chance. Plus, I didn't have a good experience last time I barfed. Uh, Not from drinking, but uh, oh, that was when I shit myself. That's right. <laughs> so we don't want to repeat that. No, we, no, we <laughs> definitely don't. <laughs> Especially without the excuse of food poisoning. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I did also want to mention that I started watching Lonesome Dove. You guys ever seen Lonesome Dove? I'm no. familiar with it. I've it's never, an old TV series it. from 1989, like a miniseries. It uh, mm-hmm. takes place in, in the wild, wild west with Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall. Um, it's a great western, but the problem are the special effects. They're 1989 special effects. So at one point there's like a sandstorm and lightning and stuff, and it is just so terrible. It's, it's depressing because the rest of it is so good, but the special effects just spoil the whole experience. It's just a good... Uh, whiskey drinking you know out on the plains herding cattle western you know part of that is is it it's meant for uh old standard definition not widescreen televisions too it probably would have looked better it actually looks good um no i I don't know about that i mean the special effects oh yeah i don't don't know i think that's just i think well it makes the special effects look worse to be that much more clear and that is true yeah yeah so uh Lonesome Dove. It's really good, though. I recommend it if you're into into westerns and stuff. Sounds good. Anything else? Nah. Okay. I don't have much either. Um, there was some excitement on my in my neighborhood today, though. Uh, it sounded like World War Three was going down out outside earlier this afternoon. Really? Yeah. Fire all fire trucks and gang all, fight. No, all sorts of shouting and stuff. And I'll. It woke up my daughter, so I was immediately pissed off because she never sleeps. I was like, "What? Why the? You know, me being who I am, I'm like, why the hell do they have to lay on their horn driving by and whatnot?" So I looked outside, and 
uh, across the street and then up the hill a little ways, there was just flames and, you know, like a huge tower of smoke. Apparently one of the houses back there caught on fire and there was a bunch of tires in their backyard that were burning and black oh smoke was, just, was was filling the neighborhood. Jesus. Um, it was pretty, pretty, pretty nutty. Um, and, I, you know, I was getting pissed off by all the rubberneckers. You know the people that pull over. Pardon the pun, but what? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but at the, <laughs> but at the same time, like I was peeking out my window watching. And I was like, I'm just as nosy as these other people. But yeah, at least, but don't you hate that? Yeah, I do. I do. Mind your own business. Although I will say, uh, we've had some new folks move into my apartment complex, and since they've moved in the past few months, the cops have been there three times now. Oh boy, I always kind of. You gotta figure out what's I going on. I just want to go out and be like, officer, uh, what seems to be the problem here? I'm kind of the vigilante around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let me know who I need to keep, keep an eye on. Keep me updated. I'll take care. Actually, I'll tell, talk about this off the air with you guys, but I saw something interesting happen at that apartment. Oh. Well, I guess I could talk about it on here. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the one morning, like, I, I'm outside taking the dog out. It's literally like 7, 8 in the morning. On a weekday, I'm taking the dog out in the morning, and all of a sudden, this younger dude comes bolting out the back of that apartment it's just a couple down pulling his pants up and i'm like what the fuck and this girl comes out behind him in her bathrobe and then i go out to the front and see who i'm assuming is her father pulling up in a car going into the apartment and i'm like oh <laughs> close one <laughs> seen that on a movie or two before yeah i wanted her father to or him. maybe her real husband oh boy i hope not because he's quite a bit older than her Okay. But, you know, by the antics that have been going on over there, wouldn't be shocking. Sure. Um, but I wanted to tell the guy, like, hey, dude, guy was just pulling his pants up, running out the back, <laughs> just so I could keep it going. Yeah, oh, You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, fuel the fire. Pre-work entertainment. <laughs> fuel my day. Yeah. But, uh, so that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a cool area, huh, Dan? It's nutty. <laughs> nutty. But anyway, that's all I had. So we want to take a quick break and be back. Yeah. With uh, what we played right after this. Sure. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 152 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Um, I think I'll go first. Okay. I don't often go first, but I'll go first. I'll start with Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Um, I bought that, again, because it was on sale. It was 20 bucks, and me and, me and Eric split it. Um, I can't believe they wanted to charge $40 bucks, uh, initially for that game. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to beat it. Uh, with probably 20 minutes worth of cutscenes, 
that I didn't really care much for. So it was only about an hour of actual gameplay. Like I said, they initially thought it was worth $40 for this game. Uh, they were going to charge 40 for the PS4 and Xbox One versions and possibly the PC version. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but That's robbery. But, yeah, exactly. For me, it, sh- it, it should have been a free demo, like for Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like I got ripped off even paying $20 for it. Uh, not that I didn't I didn't hate the game. It was okay. Um, but as I said, it took me an hour and 20 minutes to beat it. Yeah. And after you beat it, you do unlock more missions and stuff. And But I didn't like the game enough to even bother wanting to go back and play it again. So um, it was disappointing. It had great graphics. That was, That's a positive. Very, very, very smooth uh, frame rate and, and whatnot. Um, but, man, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, I don't have high hopes for myself liking Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, what is it, Phantom Pain? Yeah. I just don't think I like stealth games very much. I, I ended up getting sick of all this, all the stealth stuff, and I just started shooting everybody. How did it go? Uh, it was okay. Yeah. It's not designed to um, have you just kill everybody. You know, it's kind of designed to sneak around and stuff. But I get very impatient with that, mm-hmm. um, and just want to shoot everybody. So. But, I mean, it was okay. I, I can actually say I don't recommend it, uh, which is weird to, weird to say. And I sent my, sent out my review card to Will to be posted, and it was uh, it was different to put not rec- not recommended on a on a review card. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can you can check for that. But I don't know. I'll probably hold off on Metal Gear Solid. What do you get? Uh, can you explain to me the tie in here, Dan? I still don't get it. It's like a. It happens and it takes place. I think in like the seventies. Okay. It makes it seem like it, it's supposed to be like setting up events for the Phantom Pain. I don't know how exactly. I didn't know any of the characters other than Solid Snake. I had no idea what was going on. I wasn't that interested in what was going on. Yeah, I don't think it's for you, to be honest. No, it's not. Definitely not. not. I, I do not like the stealth stuff. I, I, I don't mind doing stealth if that's like an option, but a game that's designed around stealth that you're supposed to be quote unquote stealthy. I don't, I don't like that. A game like Skyrim, I don't mind being stealthy because you know, it's, it's, you don't have to be exactly, you know, you can charge in if you want to, but, but stealth is fun because you don't have to use it, you know, the, I don't know. I'm uh, with you, Dan. The I, only, I the only stealth game I've ever enjoyed is, um, the Metal Gear uh, Solid Four. Okay, I remember liking the first Metal Gear Solid. That's the only, oh, first, yeah. and only, that's the yeah. first and only Metal Gear Metal Gear game I've ever played, yeah. other than Ground Zeroes. But I didn't didn't care much for it. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you beat it. Yeah, I did beat it. Thank you. Not much of an accomplishment. <laughs> sure it is. No, it isn't. It was an hour and twenty minutes. Uh, and uh, will nah, I'm not going to bust his balls if he's not here. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Stanley Parable. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Mario Kart 8, I played a ton more Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Uh, me and the wife are just about done with 150cc. I did have to switch my, my kart specs. I don't know if I talked about this last week or not, but uh, I was getting crushed on 150cc because I was the Mach 8 kart, yep. which is the fast one, and I was using the slick tires, which are the fast tires, and I was just going way too fast and flying off the maps all the time. Um with which which racer were you again? Mario. Mario. Yeah. Uh, so my speed was uh, almost to the full, you know, the full bar. So I switched up. I'm now using the pipe frame cart okay. and the uh, re- crimson something wheels. 
What are those? Speed? It, it's handling? I think they're balanced. I think they're handling um handling wheels. Uh the 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 pipe frame cart is is a handling cart, but Mario has like good speed on his own. Yeah. So it's a, it's a balance and it made a huge difference. I'm I'm quite a bit better than I was. Um but I think we only have the final cup left in 150cc to do. Oh nice. So uh, cruising do, along. Yeah, cruising along. Um, I played quite a bit online. Again, it, it's it's kind of dangerous because you get that one more race mentality. Ah. Um, you know, you finish a race, you're like, I'll do one more. I'll do one more. And one more is not going to hurt. And and you go like that for hours, you know. That's how I am with FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, one more match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's only it's 15 minutes. Uh, but I did want to reopen the discussion about beating Mario Kart 8, Corey. I, I, I have... I, I, New information has come to light. Okay. Uh, so, so the credits will roll after you don't even have to beat the entire 50 CC. They roll after the first four races, the new tracks, oh, okay. and then they roll after the the. You mean the first re- four circuits? Yeah, first four. Yeah, yes, that's what I meant. First four circuits. They also roll after the, you know, the 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 remade circuits. Oh, okay. So. I don't know if you. I, I must not have realized that the first uh, probably time not I beat the first four circuits probably not, um, and then picked up on it after I beat the extras circuits. Yes. So I didn't. I, I mean, I'm not trying to take away your your beaten game from you, but uh, I, I'm waiting until me and the wife complete 150 CC before I put it on my beaten games list. I'm not going to do. I, I'm not. I thought about doing mirror mode too, but mirror mode is like an extra mode that you unlock from beating 150 CC. So I don't think that should count. No, I agree. Um, but I think I'm going to do 150 CC as I said, but you know, that's also us working together. You know, I certainly didn't win every circuit. Um, she, she won her fair share of circuits. It may even be 50, 50. So I think that's only fair for co-op to be 150 CC. Sure. So. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you guys on this one, just because I know I'm going to—I'll end up beating 150 CC eventually anyway yeah, this yeah. year. So I'm not really going to put up a fight on this one. But yeah, no, you don't have to. One will—one will come up when I think I will put my foot down. <laughs> yeah, I also started going back and by myself when I get the opportunity playing the um, the, the the circuits on solo and trying the three star everything. So I'm working yeah. on that. I three-starred everything on 50cc and a couple into 150 or 100cc. So, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. In between races, uh, in the top left corner, there's a star counter. Yeah. What does that mean? Because you can, you can add stars to it or subtract stars from it. I always thought it was marking your favorite tracks. That's the impression that I got, but I, oh. I don't really know exactly what it does. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem to affect anything that I've noticed. Okay. Because you have six, you know, you have six stars, I guess. Uh, and, you you know, you press start to add a star after you finish a track. Uh, but I haven't been able to figure out what exactly it means. So, Well, it's a really fun game, Dan. I played quite a bit, quite a bit of it, too, with yeah. the, the housemates this week. Yeah, it's great. Um, I was using, I, I mentioned to you that I had Toad, and I just loaded him out to give him the fastest speed. I was also using the Mach 8 car, and I think I had the Cyber or something wheels. Okay. Uh, Cyber Slick, maybe, yeah. is the name of the wheels. Um, but then on, just on a whim, I switched it out and gave him the highest acceleration and highest handling, and I just dominated with that loadout. Yeah, I think the the acceleration really helps if you get hit a lot with stuff because you speed back up really quickly. Which happens when you're in first. Yeah, exactly. You get hit with the leader shell or everyone's out to, you know, everyone's out gunning for you. So yep. that's definitely helpful. But the handling, the handling made a huge difference in my in my performance. 
Yeah. So definitely. I mean, it's like you just you don't screw up really. Yeah. Yeah, Granted, it's a lot. Your speed takes a hit, but yeah, top speed is really only for people who can maintain top speed the entire time. You know, which I never could because I'd go flying off the road. So. It'd be interesting to figure out a loadout that gives you top speed and top handling. Yeah. I'm sure people tinker with it. I find when I play online, most people play as, as the sport bikes. I don't like them. Motorcycles. I, I've never been a fan of the motorcycle either. I prefer the cart. It feels bigger and it's more solid, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's just a mental thing, but that's that's the the feeling that I get from it. So. Uh, no boo. What's with the what's with the no boo? I don't know. I don't like that they and my wife is the same way. I don't like that they added all the Koopalings. Yeah. As playable cuz does anyone really play as any as the Koopalings? No. Nobody cares about the Koopalings. Yeah. Wait. I, I don't even Are you talking about Larry? Yeah, Larry yeah. and I played as them. Do you like Larry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're the, the <laughs> mo- <laughs> Most people that I saw play online play as like Waluigi. I saw a lot of Waluigi, a lot of Peach. But that's yeah. I saw a lot of Peach. I I did play a couple online matches. So I I always used Peach, but uh, since I've played Mario Kart Eight, I think I use what's the newer girl, Rosalina. Her or Larry or the other Larry's the guy next to Larry. Okay, there's a there's a few. I think there's like six Koopalings maybe. Oh, yep. Is that's Larry the one with the, the rainbow mohawk? Couldn't tell. Iggy. Iggy. Okay, I use Larry or Iggy. I think it's Iggy. Yeah. No, my, I agree. That is too many of them. My wife yeah. uses Rosalina, too. Yeah. That's her her racer. She was always Peach, too, but uh, Rosalina's specs worked out better for okay. her, her play style. So. I don't know which is worse, the multiple Koopalings or, like, Baby Mario. I never liked the baby characters. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. I don't care for them either. They're from the Yoshi's Yoshi games. Yes. So... I would have liked to seen like Star Fox. In, well, in it'll Mario be interesting Kart. to see what they do with the what do they call their platform, their Skylanders platform. Yeah, uh, Amiibo. Uh, Amiibo. Ami- Amiibo. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that because they did say they would have Mario Kart. I wonder if it's going to be Bowie, like right? a, like a Drivatar type of thing. That'd be neat. That'd be cool. Like in uh, uh, Forza. So that was Mario Kart. Corey, did you want to talk about Mario Kart while we're on the subject? No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm I'm done with Mario Kart, so if you wanted to... Nope, that's all. Okay. I, I said my piece. All right. Uh, I also beat Earthbound. Wow. Thank Woo. you. Uh, Earthbound is awesome. I still absolutely love that game. I, I They set it up at the end for a sequel. I want a sequel. And I don't know... Did they release a sequel in Japan? I think they did. But it's, it's just not... Ne- a sequel. Oh, okay. It's Mother 3. Yeah. Um, I actually played some of it. It's not. It's not a sequel, and in fact, it's it's a very dissimilar. Oh, okay. It doesn't have the charm that Earthbound has. Not at all. It's actually okay. pretty dark. Really? I've talked. I talked about it on this podcast before. Yeah. I remember you talking about it. I don't remember you saying much about it other than like initial impressions. Yeah, yeah. I think I played like the first five hours or something like that. Okay. I didn't really get too far into it. Uh, it just wasn't as much like gameplay wise. It wasn't as fun. Okay. How long it, is like, Earthbound? It probably took me. 25 hours maybe do you think i I would like it uh i don't know you can give it a shot what's it what is it i don't know anything about it it's an old rpg turn-based combat because will has it on his give it a try you yeah give it a try 
I think you might like it. You you get a good feel for it after the first like hour, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but it's it's an RPG that's set in like the the mid nineties. So you're you're a kid and your weapon is a baseball bat instead of like you know you don't have a sword or anything and you're you're trying to protect Earth basically from an alien invasion. Okay. Um, it, it's got a lot of great humor in it. It's it's really well done. Uh, I had very little memory of the end of Earthbound. Okay. I remembered pretty well everything that happened up until about four side, and then my memory started to fail me a little bit. But I think what happened was is I had tried to play it on, uh, on my legally backed up emulators. Um, <laughs> I had tried to you know play it, and I never got more than like halfway through, you know, and before yeah. I got distracted by something else. So um, it was good to good to get through it again, and it's awesome. It, it is up. the little photographer yeah. man that yeah. shows up at what's his name, Mister Pickles? No, you say Fuzzy Pickles. He says fuzzy say Pickles. he says say Fuzzy Pickles when you when you're supposed to smile. Isn't um, it funny how our memory twists things? Yeah, yeah. To the point where I would think his name was Mister Pickles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but great game. I absolutely loved it. So it was sad to see it see it done with. So the game I'm playing during the day now is uh, Wind Waker HD. Oh, I'm jealous. I picked that back. Pick, well, that was the that was the game I got for free. I actually, when I found out that that was going to be the one of the games that they gave away with Mario Kart 8, I traded in my physical copy of of Wind Waker HD and got the download copy. Um, I think I'm pretty close to the end. I think I'm about two dungeons away, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I hopefully will have that beaten by next week. Uh, also an awesome game. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it holds up. I take it. You're oh yeah. It. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and and the the little touches with the gamepad are cool. Like especially with your with aiming arrows and stuff, you can you can choose to physically aim with with the gamepad by moving it around. Uh, arrows, the hook shot, the the grappling hook, uh, boomerang and stuff. It's 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 a neat little touch, and actually is is a lot more accurate than using the thumbsticks to to aim when you're when you when Link zooms into first person mode to shoot something. Um, that's good stuff too. I, like I said, I should have that beaten by, I'm trying to polish off a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, I also started playing kingdoms of Amalur, the, nice. the PC version. Yeah. The graphics when when I first started playing, the graphics were a little bit, uh, they were dated. D- dated. Yep. It didn't, didn't hold up as well as I would have thought. Hmm. Uh, and also uh, apparently this is the problem with the PC version, not the console version was the, the field of view. So it, you were really close behind your character and you couldn't see very much on the screen. It was like playing in a tunnel. It was obnoxious. So I did a little research. I did download a program called uh, widescreen fixer to fix the field of view, to open it up a little bit. So you could actually see what was going on around you. Uh, and then I downloaded sweet FX, which is a, a program that works for most games you can improve the graphics with and that that made a huge difference on on clarity of the graphics because everything looked like fuzzy hmm. uh, and not very clear uh, and that that helped a lot uh, but once i got all that stuff up and running and the game looking great i was like i should not have started kingdoms of amalur <laughs> um only because i'm realizing i'm i'm running out of time to play dragon age and dragon age 2 before oh. inquisition comes out so I was like, shit, you know, I spent all that time uh, maybe. trying. <laughs> What's that? Maybe. You think it's going to get delayed? I don't think that could. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. I'll be I'll be upset. Yeah. Um, so I, I downloaded and, and started playing Dragon Age Origins because I, I want to make sure I, I get through those games before. I don't have as much time to play games in the summer as I do uh, in the fall because I, I work early. So 
uh, you know, my, my game time is going to be a little more limited and Dragon Age Origins is like 30 plus hours. So, uh, I, I downloaded and installed that, um, started playing that. I put sweet FX on that too, to make it look a little bit sharper and better. Um, great game. I really like it so far. I probably three or four hours in if I had to guess. Uh, but the PC version is a lot different than the console version. It plays more like an old Baldur's Gate. Oh. Um, with the point and click controls, I was hoping for PC. I don't think I like the point and click and keyboard and mouse as much as the as the control controller controls for mm-hmm. it. I remember that being like a big thing before the game came out. Um, it was originally a PC game, remember? And yeah. then they wanted to port it to consoles, and they changed a lot of it up. Yeah, for um, for consoles. And people, I remember PC gamers being pretty upset about that whole thing. You remember that? Uh, no, I, only because I didn't know about it until you told me about it, and I just went oh, out right. for, and bought it for Xbox. So what or, do you yeah, think you'll get the new one for? Probably PC, because I think they're going to have some things that you get um, you know, for having the old games on, on your system. Gotcha. But also, uh, that day, Shadows of Mordor comes out, which I'm going to get for PS4. So I want to get one for one and one for the other, you know? Yeah, sure. It's fr- it, it's frustrating that those two games are coming out on that the same sucks. day. I might just get Shadows of Mortar and get Dragon Age another time. Yeah. Um because they're they're like similar ish yeah. fantasy setting, long RPGs assuming, you know, probably. Uh it stinks that they're coming out the same day, but it does. what can you do? Oh, one of them will get delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um I hope not. I hope not too. So yeah, Dragon Age Origins, good stuff. I wish they had a controller support that make it a little easier on me. It's it's a lot easier to kick back with my feet on the desk and play with the controller. But you know what? I'm not going to bitch about it. <laughs> I'm excited to uh, run into Morgan again too because Morgan is my ultimate video game crush. So uh yeah, I can't wait. I actually made a male character just so I could. I oh, never make. Man. I never. I know. I never make a male character. Just so I could uh, fall well, in Dan, love with Morgan. Well, Dan, you shouldn't have to. I know. Doesn't she swing both ways? I don't believe so, no. Some or of them that, do. Is that just the second game? That's No, it's the the other female character. Uh, Leliana, maybe? Oh, okay. Is is the, the, the bisexual one. Gotcha. So so there's that. I played that. Uh, more Shadowrun Returns, too. Still liking that. Still, still kicking in that. Um, yeah, that's all I played. Uh, can you... Tweet me the names of those two programs you use to get your Amalur looking yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's one of the things that's been keeping me from going back to it. Sophie, my girlfriend, that's one of the few games she likes to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and just looking at it, I'm like, ugh, I don't remember it looking like this. It but... looks like butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, actually, yeah, with with those up updates, I think it'll go a long way to getting me back into it. Oh yeah, it makes it makes it way better. Um, and actually, it was funny because when I was doing research on Steam, uh, Tito had played the game earlier in the year. And his his comments, you know, he was commenting, uh, asking questions to the to the guy that posts some of the fixes. It's like, hey, it's Tito asking <laughs> questions about Amalur. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it, it it helps, especially the field of view thing. Did you notice when you played on PC how close it was to your character, and it's like playing in a tunnel? Yeah, that was awful, and th- that was never an issue on the console version. So no, I don't remember it being like that. Yeah, so much better, much better. And then, you know, I'll play if if I get done with Dragon Age and Dragon Age 2, I'll go right back to Amalur. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that I get to play through that before before all the games come out in the fall, you know. So, all right, that's all I played. What do you got, Corey? 
got quite a few. I played a couple iOS iOS games. I'll get out of the way quick. Uh, Angry Birds Epic. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about it, and then I think Kotaku or something wrote an article that said, oh, by the way, you can get the new Angry Birds game right now. I think it was during E3. Yeah. Uh, so I downloaded it. I played like two hours of it. I didn't really get it. Uh, it plays like an old school RPG a little bit. Combat, you know, side by side, take turns whacking at each other. But it plays off the whole Angry Birds kind of thing with each of the Angry Birds having different abilities and stuff like that. But I don't know. I didn't see it. It's free to play. I haven't really gotten to the point where I need to spend money before I can advance or anything like that. So I can't speak to that part of it. But I didn't really care care much for it. Um, I mean, I like Angry Birds and appreciate Angry Birds when it's an Angry Birds game. This is something totally different. Uh so who knows what's what's going on with that? And there's another another Angry Birds that was like announced today, right? I don't know. Did you guys see that? There's a there's a Angry Birds racing game which I didn't know about until recently. What the hell? There's like a cartoon. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Do you know I, if it was well? I'm gonna do it. Do you know if it was well reviewed? I think so. Yeah the uh, the article I read about it on uh, said it's a great game. Huh. So I don't know. Maybe I just haven't gotten to the good parts yet. Okay. I like to be optimistic. But right. another problem with it is you guys know I like to play my iPhone games while I'm on the subway. Uh, if you're not connected to the network or the internet or anything, it doesn't let you play. Oh, that's not good. I don't get that. That's so stupid. <laughs> we agree, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't yell at us. We're on your side. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just It's just <laughs> dumb. But... I did play another iOS game that I really, really like, and I recommend it to you guys. Uh, it's called Hoplite. And Kotaku, uh, the reason I found out about it is Kotaku has it listed on their top 12 games for the iPhone. In their most recent update, they added it. It's pretty cool. It's a hex-based game, and you play a little hoplite dude with a spear. I was going to say, uh, does that have anything to do with the Greek, hop- Greek hoplites? Yeah, but that's about where it begins and ends as you play as a hoplite. Oh. Um, and you're in these dungeons. It's Like I said, it's a hex grid, and uh, you just take turns moving, and you try and destroy all the enemies before they destroy you and get to the uh, get to the next floor. You keep going down floors. And the, the main quest is to obtain the, it's called the fleece of something or other, and that's on the 16th floor. So you have to get to the 16th floor and bring it back, and then you beat the game, which I did. I'm not really going to count it as a beaten game because it might have taken me an hour and a half or something. Um, but it's also <laughs> never-ending. <laughs> yeah, ground, that's longer than Ground Zeroes. <laughs> Alright, so maybe I'll count it. Um yeah, thanks. Will Will would Will wouldn't be too happy, but no. he's not here. Right. He's gonna um, listen. I'm sure we'll hear next week. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, re- I really like it. There's a upgrade system. If you get to the altar on every floor there's an altar, and if you manage to get your character to the altar, uh you can give yourself a little upgrade or restore your health. Um it's also a never ending game, so you can pick up the fleece and just keep going down floors. And uh, the furthest I've gotten is to the twentieth floor, and then I exited because if you if you die, you you don't get as many points as if you exit. Um, so yeah, I got to the twentieth floor, then exited to get the the score bonus. So that's my best so far. But uh, it's a really fun game. It's really good way to pass the time. Uh, pretty addictive. So. Good good shitter game. Yeah, exactly. A uh, good amount of strategy goes into it. It's very. In terms of like iPhone resources, it's very low intensive. Uh, this sounds dumb to you guys, but one of the things I like about my iPhone games is they don't interrupt the podcast I'm listening to. Yeah. This one doesn't do that, which is really annoying. If I like, 
Uh, Final Fantasy VI does that on the iPhone. Like, you can't listen to a podcast and play Final Fantasy VI at the same time. It just won't let it happen, which is so stupid. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know what some of the developers are thinking when they make these things. Yeah. Um, they're mobile games, you know. Not all, not all my attention needs to be on the stupid fucking game. Right. How dare you but say anyway. that about Final Fantasy VI, though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we understand each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hoplite does it right. It's a great mobile game. I think it's $2 now, which sounds like a lot, but in my opinion, it is worth it. Uh, Among the Sleep. This one we talked about a while ago. Totally forgot about it and then realized it was out. Um, I beat Among the Sleep. Well done. Also uh, not very long, right? Sorry? Also not very long, right? Not very long. Maybe three hours? Yeah, I heard between three and four. Um... It's in the same vein as a Gone Home in that it's not really a game. It's more of a game than Gone Home, but it's more of uh, like an interactive experience, um, which, you know, it's Gone Home, I think, was a better game because it did what it did better. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game did one thing very effectively, and that was scare me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool what it does because like playing it, it reminded me of all the things I was terrified of as a kid, and like brought those fears back nice. to me. That's like, what I was hoping for from it. The opening credits, uh, when the credits roll, like you know, there's a cold opening and there's some story bits, and then the credits roll. Well, your mom picks. It's all first person, and you're this. You play this two year old. It's your two, second birthday, actually. Your mom picks you up and she's carrying you up the stairs. But as she moves through the rooms. And walks up the stairs like you just see like a blackness growing behind you. And it made me think of all the times when I was like a little kid and I had to like run upstairs when the lights were off and just being really scared of what was behind me because it was dark and you know. Mm-hmm. You guys do you guys remember that? Were you oh, that yeah. way at yeah, all? Oh yeah. I I yeah, have I that every night when I get home from work. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> it's 30. just like it's it's just that feeling of darkness behind you and you don't know what's in there and it just stresses you out a little bit. But like I thought that was really cool and it was a great way to set the, the mood for the game. Uh, but it's other things like you don't you don't really have a defense mechanism at all. You get a teddy bear, um, and there's two methods of transportation: crawling and walking. Crawling is faster, uh, but if you're walking, you can hold your teddy bear and squeeze your teddy bear, and it provides you a little bit of light. Um, so in the teddy bear, it speaks to you. This isn't spo- it's not really a spoiler because that happens in like the first ten minutes of the yeah. game. But the teddy bear speaks to you, and he says, "If you ever get scared, you can squeeze me, and it'll make you feel better." Um, and there are times where I get pretty freaking scared, so I just squeeze my teddy bear to get a little bit of light in the game. That's cute. Um, sorry? That's cute. It's really cute. But, yeah, back to what I was saying, you have no defense mechanism. Uh, your defense is hide. And it's it's really funny because I was, uh, like, in, I think it was in my mother's bedroom or something, and, like, somebody was coming in the room, and it freaked me out so much, so I just dove under the closest thing next to me, which happened to be the bed. And there I was, like, a little kid, like, hiding under the bed, terrified. Not only my character, but me personally, for what was going to come through that door. Um, yeah, it has some pretty good jump scares. Uh, pretty pretty stressful overall. It does have a bigger kind of uh, human narrative that a lot of people could probably relate to, but I really couldn't, so it didn't do much for me. Um, but it, it, is, it is worth experiencing. If, if you get the chance. It's uh, Oculus Rift supported. Oh, my God. That would be great. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I, I, really I don't good. know if I can handle games <laughs> like that on there. I really don't. 
It is. It's not as uh, what I like about it is it's scary without being gory. Yeah, I like uh, that too. I, those I, are the I, worst, though. I don't like gore at all, though. Yeah, I know, but a psychological scary game is far worse than a gory scary game. Yeah, I totally agree. That's why I like them more. Yeah, same here. Um, and this, like, you, there's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's like you'll go in a closet and climb through a closet and stuff, and all these big coats will scare you because they look like people, and it just reminds me of all the little things, stupid things that scared me when I was a kid, and it does that really, really well, and it plays on that, and it's it's that's what makes it such a good game. But, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, probably not as good as a Gone Home, but uh, same same type of game. Um, and if you're into that whole, like, interactive storytelling, it's it's a good one, good can, one to, to do it with. Can you maybe put a little gameplay up, Corey? Oh, I could totally do that. I'd like to see it. Uh, you can actually fail though. Like you can, you can, you can die. I don't know if it's dying, but uh, hmm. let's skip ahead a little bit here to part three, and that'll that'll play us out. Like keyboard cat. Oh, did I ever tell you guys that keyboard cat played all night? Yeah, you told you did. That one night I went to bed early. The stream was on until I woke up the next morning and looked at my computer, and it was there was still like fifty minutes left in <laughs> keyboard cat. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> um, all right. Yeah, I'll move on. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers U I picked up as my free game for purchasing Mario Kart 8. Uh, Dan had recommended Wind Waker, but I knew I probably wouldn't spend that much time with it. And, you know, since the Wii U is in the living room, I wanted a game that everybody would be interested in playing. So mm-hmm. I got New Super Mario Brothers U. Um, it's another Super Mar- New Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah, I didn't care that um, much for it. After playing, yeah, nothing... after playing Rayman... Which is oh, a far superior platformer, I thought. Yes. Um, I, I couldn't get into Mario. It's too slow. Yep. I, I totally agree. Uh, and I could see how playing that after, uh, whatchamacallit, after Rayman would really do it a disservice. Yeah. Um, but it's fun to play with other people. You know, yeah. it's good to all sit around and play something you're familiar with. So that's, that's how we're playing it. Um, but the difference is, is the Wii U gamepad... Um, People can play, and somebody can. You can actually have five players, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, four Wiimotes and somebody manipulating on the gamepad. And what you can do on the gamepad is make platforms <clears throat> for people to jump on. You can also like bump enemies. You can't destroy them, but you can like tap on them, and it'll bump them. If it's one of the piranhas that comes out of the the what's the word the pipe, it'll go back in. If you tap a Goomba, it'll like fall backwards and stuff. So you can kind of have a little fun as the fifth player. You know, or as the third player, if you just want to have two actual gamers in one, what is it, boost mode, I think they call it on the gamepad? Yeah, something like that. Um, so that's pretty cool. I played, finally played Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while. Um, I still like that game a whole lot more than I like the Walking Dead TV show. I kind of gave up on the Walking Dead TV show. It just, I've had my problems with it for a long time, and... There is some stuff to like about that show, and I kind of thought the issues would go away, but they sort of haven't. So I just sort of gave up on the show. But the, the video game's still really good. Um, do you think this episode wasn't great? But I'm sorry. Do you think it's better to play it all at once, though? I do. Yeah, it's okay. too. It's first of all, it's hard to remember what happened in the last episode. Yeah. Um, and that you know, if you can't remember what happened in the last episode, it makes the episode you're playing sort of meaningless. Um. And, yeah, they do a little bit of a recap, but still, like, the last one came out two and a half months ago, three months ago or something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's way too long. So, yeah, I I would definitely agree that it's better to play them all at once. Yeah, because I have it. I'm just waiting for them to all be out so I can play it all, like, you know, 
over the course of three or four nights, you know. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I'm doing with um, The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. I have that. I'm just waiting for that them to finish. I think they just put out episode four, yeah, maybe. maybe. I actually have that, too. I got the season pass because it was on sale. Yeah. Maybe, oh, Steam Summer Sales are supposed to start tomorrow. Maybe that'll be one of the games I, I pick up on the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, that's right. That starts tomorrow, yeah. I think so. That's the rumor. Wow. I know. <laughs> My bank Bad account's timing. not ready. Bad timing for the old wallet. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I played Skyrim for a real long time. Nice. Back in the Skyrim, very long huh? time. You always seem to go back to that one. It doesn't take much. Like... I'll think about it, and then I'll sit down and play it, and then I'll just get lost all over again and mm-hmm. just have such a good time with it. And I started listening to the Elder Lore po- podcast, which I've plugged a few times, and that's what you know really inspired me to go back and, and play Skyrim. Because I know like, I probably still haven't discovered half of what's in that game, uh, even with all the hours I've put in it. I am going to play that again. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. I, I, I'm glad it was our game of the of the generation. I think... Apropos, should have been Last um, of Us, but I'm happy with Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, Corey I, would I, disagree with that, right? Well, I think at the time I said I, I really wanted it. If it were up to me, it would be Dark Souls. But I think, I think I've moved on from that. I still really like that game, and that would probably be my number two. But I, I think I would agree with Skyrim being being the number one. As a consensus, I don't think we could have found a better one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although Will For was pretty us. pissed off. Was he? What did he? What, what did he want? Do you remember? Uh, Mass maybe. Effect. Maybe one of the Mass Effect games. I think it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, played a little more Borderlands too. I freaking that game gets really hard at the end. Yeah, <laughs> really it hard. Does. Jared and I have been trying to beat it for months now. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not quite through that. I also played Jazz Punk, which is an indie game that came out this this year. Um, sort of like an acid trip of a video game. I, I'd explain it to you if I really could explain what was going on. It's really out there. Um, but I only played that for like half an hour, so I can't really speak to that. But that's that's all I played. And I had some a little more time than usual to play games. So Nice. It was nice to actually play something. Yeah. Okay. Have something to talk about. All right. What do you got, Eric? Just one thing other than uh, Destiny that we already talked about. I, I actually got into a FIFA tournament with some friends this week. Mm-hmm. My buddy texts me, he's like, hey, we're going to have a FIFA tournament at noon. So I went over to the house, and there was uh, six guys there, including myself. And uh, it was fun. We got pizza and stuff, and we did only World Cup teams. Um, so we drew cards to see who would pick first. We could pick any team that's in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I actually got last pick. But uh, I ended up picking Argentina. Um, I couldn't believe they were still available. I actually have them going to the final in my bracket. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, perfect, because they're nice. really fast. They have Messi. I have to pick Argentina. Mm-hmm. So uh played through. I made it. We did it. Uh, three people in a group. You played both of the people in your group twice. Top two advanced to the next round. So I went undefeated through my group, made it to the next round, to the semifinals, and I played my buddy Jeff, who is the best FIFA player I know, and he always beats me. I think mm-hmm. I've only beat him once or twice all the times we've played. So um, 90 minutes are in a regulation soccer game. He was up on me. Um... Two to one, I scored in the 90th minute to tie it. Wow! So we go to extra time. Extra time goes to 120 minutes. He's up three to two. He scored with like in the 114th minute to take the lead three to two. I scored in the 120th minute to tie it three to three. 
I mean, it was intense. Like, yeah. we, I, I jumped out of my seat like, fuck yeah, you know, like everybody's going crazy. So we go to penalty kicks. I saved the first one. He saved the first one. And then we both scored a couple, and he put one off the crossbar, so I won. Um, so I went to the final. Well done. Final game, I get down 2 nothing in the first half to this guy. and I, I played, like, complete shit in the first half. Second half, I totally dominated him. Scored three goals from the 75th minute to the, like, 90th to win 3-2. to two. Nice. Went undefeated through the entire tournament. 12 games. Wow. wow. Was it 12 games? No, it wasn't 12 games. However many fucking games it was. It went undefeated. Mm-hmm. There was some good talent there, too, so I was impressed. Nice. But uh, that was a lot of fun. What's really this, intense. What system was it on? Uh, Xbox 360. Mm. It was the FIFA World Cup game. Oh, okay. Um took us like five and a half hours wow yeah but it was good because we had the the fifa tournament in one room and then next room we had the world cup on oh had a pizza some sodas it was great so nice it was good to test my chops well done yeah i i represented us well (laughs) that's the first thing i thought i was like i represented the thumbstick athletes we should have we should have had made you a jersey or something (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so yeah, that's really. I played a little bit. Will let me borrow the Wii U. I played a little bit of Mario 3D World or Land, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't really play enough to talk about. It. Plus, it's just a Mario game. Yeah, I really do enjoy the 3D games, though. The layout of the levels is so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear more, go listen to back when I talked about the one on 3DS. Same thing. Same. Yeah. Same thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's fun. Okay. I want to play more Mario Kart 8. Yeah, it's Mario Kart 8. It's good stuff. So, all right. Anything else? That's it, hey. buddy. All right. Do we want to... I have uh, not necessarily a, uh, a round table, but I, I did want to read off my fall game purchase list. Yeah, let's. I'd like to... Because to, I'm probably going to base mine off of what you say. Okay. <laughs> so. uh, I mostly want to do this because it's a lot of games. So Let me pull my notes up real quick. Okay. Did you tally up total money? I put the dollar values next to the games. I don't want to tally it up in total. You wanted to get depressed? Yeah, it'll make me sick, I think. Can I tally it up while you tell them? Sure. All right, you got to tell me the number, though, after you read it. I will. All right, hit it. Uh, starting September 9th, Destiny, 60 bucks. Uh, I have a question mark next to NHL 15 because I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it or not. I'm, I'm leaning towards no, so I w- don't don't add that one up. Okay. I'll have to see gameplay first. Maybe play a demo first before I make, release make, for that one. Uh, also September 9th. Oops. Sorry, Corey. I think NHL's taking a back seat. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, September 26th, Hyrule Warriors, sixty bucks. October 3rd, Smash Brothers 3DS, forty bucks. You're gonna get it for the 3DS. I'm getting both. Oh. The Wii U one doesn't come out until right around Christmas. October um, 3rd, right? Yep, October 3rd. Is there a reason to buy both? Um, is there any crossover or anything like that? Impatience. Yeah, <laughs> I think there is some sort of crossover for it. I don't know. I want to play Smash. Uh, October 5th, Skylanders Trap Team, $75. <laughs> I know. Uh, October 7th. Dragon Age Inquisition, $60. And Shadows of Mordor, $60. October 14th, Borderlands pre-sequel, 
October 24th, Fantasy Life, $40. That's the 3DS RPG. You guys have any interest in Tamodachi Life? I don't know what it is. I was actually going to ask you guys. What is it? So I think it's like an old uh, like a life sim. That's hmm. what made me think of it. Like, uh, Remember the old Tamodachis that you carried around with you? Yeah. I think it's like that, but on acid. I could get talked on steroids. It, I bet you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I, pay attention to actually, it. Actually, Corey, I was thinking while I was down visiting, I might pick up a new 3DS game. Nice. Yeah. I'll get that one. Maybe. Uh, I'll check it out. October question mark, because the exact date's not known yet. Bayonetta 2, $60. you got quite more than I do because you're Wii U. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to get all the Wii U games that are coming out. Uh, November 11th, The Crew, $60. I'm glad you're still going to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things at, at E3. I think I think that's looks really going to be up my alley. And we're going to set aside a night to do that cross country mission. Together. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And that's going to be we'll we'll drive drunk too. <laughs> Sounds good. It's the only way to drive in a video game. In a video game. Yes. Uh, November eighteenth, Far Cry four, sixty dollars. Must buy. November what's that one? Eighteenth. Eighteenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, November twenty first, Pokemon Ruby Sapphire, forty dollars. Really. Really what? You're definitely getting that? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? You're going to find time to play that? Yeah, that's see, that's a different situation because I, those are games I can play during the day on the 3DS. Okay. So that's 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 not... That that's worth it to you, though? Yeah. An old, oh, yeah. An old remade game? Sure. I, I didn't play Ruby or Sapphire. Okay. When they first came out, so... Uh, question mark, Little Beg Planet 3. That's in November at some point, $60. Ooh, that's a definite buy. Uh, also, question mark, Project Cars in November for $60. And then there's a couple that are supposedly coming out in the fall. Not sure when. Civilization, Beyond Earth. Man, that comes out this year? <laughs> yeah, that's this fall. That's point. great. Uh, but I that doesn't have a release date. Speaking of that, there's a pre-order bonus for that today. Also, Smash Brothers for the Wii U. So what's the dollar total, Corey? Two more $60 games? No, don't put those on there. Because they oh, might want... be, they might be delayed. Those last two ones, no, don't put Civilization or. You're looking at uh, seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. Yep. Damn. Yeah, that's why I'm starting to save right now for those games. So I think out of the ones you just said, Dan, for me, I'm not going to count Little Big Planet because right. it doesn't have an exact release date. Right. Who knows what that's going to happen? I only got Destiny, Smash Brothers, 3DS, Dragon Age, Mordor, The Crew, and Far Cry. Mm-hmm. So that's not too, too bad. No. You know, that's fairly spaced out, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be a brutal fall. Yeah. I, well, I'll tell you what. It's kind of good that I don't have too much because I think Destiny's going to grab me right up, by the short yeah, hairs. Yeah, eat up and, a lot of time. Yeah. That's why I want to get the Dragon Age games done because, you know, I, I work until, like, the beginning of September uh, when my wife goes back to work. And then I go back to working part-time. So I'll, I'll have a lot more video game time then. I want to get Dragon Age done because September 9th, uh, Destiny comes out. So. I like the space between Destiny and Far Cry. Yeah. What, Good couple of months. It's over a month. Two months. Oh, Far Cry. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because those so. are my two games I'm most... Most looking forward to. Yeah. Probably Shadows of Mordor 3rd. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Those are, those are my... Uh, it's a good thing your wife is supportive of your 
Yeah, Dan, you don't know how lucky you are with that one. I know. Maybe you do, but let me I tell do. you. I do. I can assure you, you're really lucky to yeah, have that. No, I am. And a lot of these games we're going to be playing together. You know, uh, Skylanders Trap Team will play together. Um, what, what's the other? Uh, Little Big Planet will play together. So yeah, that that's going to be a really good co-op game. I think so. Definitely. Whenever Sophie asked me how much I spent on a game or a system or something, I always just tell her it was the refurb, and like give her a quarter of the price. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, what I'm going to start doing is, is setting aside, like, you know, 20 or $30 a week now uh, to pay for all these games, you know, come come September. That's so. what I did for my PS4. Yeah, because you don't, you don't miss an extra 20 to $30, you know, that's a few less times going to Dunkin' Donuts. You know, it's which sucks. Sucks, yeah, but let's not undershoot that, <laughs> right? But it, it, you know, it's doable. So yeah, those are my my fall game purchases. Uh, August Wasteland Two, not sure. Uh, I put for July Last of Us uh, remastered. Oh, yeah. so that's that's July. All you know, right. th- there's going to be a few more games that are on my list of unscheduled releases that I'm going to get that'll come out before then. But we've got. Uh... Valiant Hearts coming up too. Yep, that's what next week. Is that next week? Yeah, it's a week from today. Beautiful. What's today? Wednesday. So nice. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Looks so good. I think it's going to be a tearjerker. Yeah. yeah. So, what about you, Corey? What are your game purchases for the fall? Well, I mean, I have, I, honestly, I haven't really thought about it. I guess it depends on. See, I have to plan ahead. That's why I'm doing this. Corey's a yeah. spur of the moment guy. Yeah, he is. I live by the seat of my pants. Uh, I was just looking at pre-ordering uh, Beyond Earth, though. Mm-hmm. Amazon has it for $50 and a $5 credit with a pre-order. Oh, that's so. a great great deal. And you don't pay for it until, yeah, until it I'm leaning, releases. Yeah, I'm leaning that. You can, you can cancel that before, too, right? Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you never know if there's going to be a better offer somewhere. Right. Um, right. Dragon Age is a definite. What about Mordor for you? I've been hearing great things, so possible. Uh, that's a wait and see, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. NHL, Smash Bros is definite. Hyrule I'm really going to try and avoid NHL because that's that's going to be why I have to buy a console, and I don't I don't want to necessarily do that. You going to get Smash Bros for both? <laughs> I guess I'll wait and see what it's like on 3ds, and if there's a reason to have it for both. Because mm-hmm. I'm also fairly cheap. You are cheap, so. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I really don't know. Hyrule. I'm tempted to try Wildstar, but that's already out. Ooh, yeah. I'm tempted to do Wildstar too, but I, I just don't have the time in the summer to play an MMORPG of all things. Yeah. What about Hyrule Maybe. Warriors, Corey? That's another wait and see. Right. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. I'm trying to see really haven't thought about game. it too much. Okay. There's more to be excited about than I thought originally thought though yeah yeah so a, lot, a lot of good stuff coming down the, the pike that's good and i'm glad i have a i'm glad i got a wii u i think it was the right time for it mm-hmm. yeah i think so although i think like it'll be the right time for me waiting when, a little bit yeah because yeah. all you'd have now to play on it is mario kart mario kart i would probably download zelda oh wind waker hd yeah yeah and i'd probably get a mario game too just for shits and giggles mm-hmm Yeah, I just need to have it before the new Zelda comes out. Yeah, that's a must. Yeah, 
I'm really looking forward to Xenoblade Chronicles X, too. I'll tell you what, I thought Splatoon looked kind of fun. Splatoon looks fun. Hell definitely. yeah. You guys going to get that one? Probably. Yep. Yeah. When one of those new games comes out, that's probably when I'll get it. Yeah. One of those games we were just talking get, about. Get a bundle. Yeah. Hopefully it's as good of a value as the, the Mario Kart bundle was. That was a that was a good deal. Okay. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Do we have any feedback? No, we only had one and I already went over it. It was about Destiny. Mm-hmm. What about did we get read did we do Tito's voicemail from last week? Did we have a voicemail from last week? Yeah, we had one from Tito. Oh. He told us to wait on it though. That's why I didn't bring it up because Eric wasn't there and part of it was about soccer. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Actually, while you're calling that up, I'll talk about another thing. Mm-hmm. Another uh, listener slash family member member slash friend, Chris, mm-hmm. who was on our what was it, the Star Wars Galaxy's Farewell? Yeah, he was on a couple episodes. Yeah, he's been on a couple. Um, he actually sent me, I think it was just me, a message trying to get into soccer. Which, first of all, I was shocked that he was trying to get into <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Um, but he asked for tips on how to go about getting into soccer. And I think the first two things that came to mind, for, for me, I need to have a rooting interest. Pick a team mm-hmm. in the English League and start following them. Um, you know, because I think it's always better when you have something to root for. And now the English Premier League is shown on NBC Sports, so you have access to it. Um, so it's, it's there for you to watch. And it's really good. So watch that. I think that's the highest level of, of soccer that you're going to see. If you want to go MLS, you could pick an MLS team. But I would probably suggest getting into the Premier League first. You're going to get just, be- better soccer, better fans. Yeah, it's just more entertaining. Um, the second thing is just to watch a lot of it so you can just kind of tell what people appreciate about it. Um, especially because I know I know Chris personally, and I know that he has always kind of given me shit about being a soccer fan. Right. So you you're gonna <laughs> as have we all. <laughs> well, sure. Um, but y- you really need to watch a lot of it to understand why people appreciate it so much. The third thing, go out and try to play it, because that will make you appreciate what these guys do tenfold. It's too much running for me. Well, yep. you don't even have to go out and try and play a game. Go out with a couple friends. Take your girlfriend out. Whatever. Go out to a field where there's a couple nuts up. Just try and kick the ball back and forth. Take some shots at the net, like not just a couple of gimmies. But it's so hard to do what those guys do, and you just get such an appreciation for how good they are at it and how good they use their feet and the precision that they have with their passing. And, like, just look at a goal. Like, today, for instance, Tim Cahill for Australia had a ridiculous goal against... um, the Netherlands, this ball came in over the top from, I don't know, the guy was pretty far away from him, I want to say about midfield. He was standing in inside the box and uh, to the left of the goal, and this ball doesn't even hit the ground. It just comes up over his shoulder, and he just boots it with his left foot. You have to see this to, to believe it and like understand how hard it is to hit that ball in the right spot with the right amount of speed in the perfect position, and it's just... You can't understand how hard it is to do that until you go out and try to do something like that yourself. And that is really one of the the first ways that I got an appreciation for how talented these guys are at what they do. Um, Somebody else in the chat says, find a favorite player that you really like to watch and root for. Um, And I I agree with that. What about playing the FIFA games? Yeah, play the FIFA games. That's another way... uh, to just kind of learn the teams. That's how I picked Arsenal. Yeah, they're on PC, too. Uh, I know he's he's in the market for a new gaming computer, so 
Um, it will be on PC on Origin, so you can buy the FIFA game. Another uh, person in the chat, Mike in Minnesota, says he got into it by watching uh, Dimitar Berbatov, who's his favorite player. He's been on a few teams, but that that's kind of how I got into it. I used Arsenal on FIFA, and I just got to know their players, so that's who I started rooting for, and now like I'm obsessed with it. That's a great name, by the way. What? Dimitar Berbatov. Dimitar Berbatov. He looks like Dracula. <laughs> Fantastic. No, yeah, he looks like Dracula. Nice. Um, Does he play for Team Russia? No. Mike, do you know what country he's from? Ukraine. He's Eastern European, right? It's a weird country. Okay. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, all, all of those things. But especially go out and try to kick that soccer ball. It's so hard to do remotely. Like, even the basic things that those guys do is so hard. Yeah. To have the control. Yeah. Uh, you just get an appreciation for the game. He's I'm, Bulgarian. Okay. Eastern European. So, yeah. And I, I'm I'm glad... But he plays for Monaco. Okay. AC Monaco, that's the club team he plays for. But uh, I'm glad you're trying to get into it, Chris. I appreciate that. It seems like the United States as a whole is kind of starting to do that, and I think it's awesome. Yeah. But everybody unanimously in the chat says watch European soccer, football. Far better than what we have here. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Pick a team. Let me know who you pick. Pick Arsenal, though. Pick Arsenal. There you go. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let me... Call up Tito's feedback here. It's downloading as we speak. My webcam is really screwing up. Come Keeps on, cutting Corey. in and out. Buy a new I, one. No, I hope I didn't break it. I spent a lot of money on this thing. It was what, like seventy bucks. Which one is it? The Logitech nine ten or whatever? Yeah, one of the HD ones. Hey guys, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about Wildstar. Considering it's an MMO, there's just a lot to go over. So uh, as I play through the game, I'll just touch on things that I enjoy about it. Um, the right one. when you create your character, you, you know, you do the normal, like pick your class and everything, but Wildstar has like a little cool system called the path system. Um, maybe Dan's briefly touched on it, but essentially it's like a secondary play style, depending on how you, uh, things you like when you, when you play a game and, uh, there's soldier, scientist, settler, and explorer. And uh, I'm an explorer. So that means that, uh, I get, uh, my secondary experience in terms of my path uh, level up is uh, exploring areas, trying to get to the top of mountains and staking claim in certain areas and uh, platforming kind of levels. And it's absolutely awesome because I absolutely love it. Um, If you're into the lore of the story and everything, then scientist is probably your thing to do because you scan different things as you play through the game and it tells you more about it. Settlers collect the resources and they can build buff stations in cities and areas for all the players in the game to use and just stuff like that. It's a really, really great idea. To, it uh, it just adds a different, uh, your taste in games. It just kind of adds that layer in Wildstar and it's, it's such a brilliant idea. And uh, yeah, as far as the World Cup's going, uh, I'm not, I want to hear Eric's thoughts on the first few games because I'm both. I'm more not surprised how Spain just got spanked by the Netherlands because um, I watch a lot of the, the Spanish league and I just knew that Spain most likely wasn't going to win it. They're really old. Iniesta and Xabi just didn't have very good seasons with Barcelona and I, I watch that team a lot because I love watching Lionel Messi. So I, I wasn't at all surprised. 
Well, I was surprised at the 5-1 score, but I wasn't surprised that they played poorly because I just got the sense that Spain's mostly Barcelona, and they just had a terrible season. So I want to hear what Eric has to say about the World Cup because I'm loving it so far. That's all I got to say, and I'll see you guys around. I remember to stop it. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, uh, I, di- I did. Pl- I picked Scientist when I did my, my path on Wildstar, and it was awesome. He's right. He You, you uncover, like, bits of lore and, like, like artifacts, and you, and you try to figure out what, you know, what their what their purpose and stuff was. Um, and, and that's that's cool because he's absolutely right. It adds another layer um, of, of stuff to side stuff to do for for Wildstar. Um, it's it's good stuff. I'm really tempted to play it. I probably won't at this point, but I'll I'll, I'll definitely get it at some point in the future because I really enjoyed my my brief time with it. So, Eric, World Cup World overall Cup. thoughts? Yeah. Uh, it's been really good. I think it's one of the better ones in recent memory. A lot of goal scoring, which is great. There's really only been a couple of bad games. Uh, Nigeria and Iran was like unwatchable. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not a lot of draws, which is great. Uh, I think it's been a really good showing for, for you know, like I said, as popular as it's starting to get in the United States. I think this was a good time for people to get into it because it's been really good. Uh, Spain. I think a lot of people are kind of down on Spain. For all the reasons he was saying, they're getting a little bit older. They kind of play a slow game. They just pass the ball a lot. They have a lot of possession. Uh, people tend to think if a team has possession, they they probably are going to win. Uh, see example A, Ghana and the United States. Ghana had the ball the entire game and lost. Yeah. Um, it, it's one thing to pass the ball around back and forth, but they weren't really cre- as many shots as they had. I was telling Dan... They didn't have many shots on target. Yeah. They weren't creating too many good chances to score, even having 60% of the possession. So I in, in Spain, plays like that always. It's just keep possession, don't let the other team have the ball, and just go forward. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised they're not doing well either. I honestly thought they'd make it out of the group. I had them and Chile coming out of that group. But, uh, I don't know. Been awesome. I, I fucking love the World Cup. And the thing is, when you love something that much, you, you you would think you'd want it to come around more often. But that would take away yeah, from it. That's you know like the I mean? Olympics too. And and every it, they have the Europa Champion uh, Championship League two years from now. So you have that to kind of tide you over. Yeah. But that's all European teams, so I don't have the U.S. through for. Right. But uh, that's great too. So you know, huh? been great. You, you gotta just love the World Cup. Nice. So, all right. Anything else? Nay. Any thoughts? You want to call it a call it an episode? I'm all set, Danny. All right, I'm good. I too. like this ending before ten thing. It's weird. Oh yeah, it's nice. not even let's ten keep, o'clock. You know what? Let's keep it going. Let's let's no. keep another hour. <laughs> we got three more minutes to ten, Corey. You got <laughs> something, don't you? Let's call it. Call it quits. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode one fifty two of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Americ. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Hey, what's with the blinds and the keys? There's so 